Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. I was pouring in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank. Mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're, you're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Make some sugary water, throw in some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. good. It's fine. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. It's the session, everybody. But you wouldn't know it because, uh, I don't know. I don't know, because we don't have any feedback. And I feel like feedback really drives this show. That's what keeps me coming back. We don't have any feedback. Yeah, that's why I came. No, no, it's all right. It's okay, I'm over it. Already. <laughs> I got disappointed and over it I in the same sentence. I, <laughs> I really appreciate that. Maybe it's because we complained about the people complaining too much last week. Uh, you think? So this is victim, victim mentality? Hmm. You Are we the victims? Victim blame? Yeah, we're the victims of no feedback. Oh, yeah. And they're the bullies giving us feedback. Right. Give us positive feedback, please. <laughs> Send that to feedback at brewingnetwork.com. That's right, yes. Uh, positive feedback only. Positive thoughts. I need your vibes. <laughs> I need your healing vibes. <laughs> vibes um, accepted. Right, because if you, look, if you're a healthy adult, you don't need healing vibes. Yeah. I do. No, but keep your thoughts and prayers to yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, I, I would say, you know, pray for me, like send me your thoughts and prayers, but I would just get too strong. <laughs> I would get, I would gain too much strength and you wouldn't be able to stop me. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to stop you. <laughs> Can't stop. <laughs> uh, won't stop. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I almost choke on my own dry mouth um, saliva. Is that a thing? It is now, dude. Okay. Uh, today on the show, everybody, we have Laughing Monk Brewing. And I'm imagining Tasty knows uh, all about these people. Well, I've been there. I mean, they're, they're local, so yeah, they're yeah. on the circuit. So yeah, they have good beer, good people. 
Good nice, people, good nice beer, huh? Room, yeah. That's all you can really ask for these days, man. Hey, it's my life. I, that's all I live for is good be- people and good beer. Or or good people and good beer. Or, yeah. or, or great people and good beer. No, good. No, great, great's good. But great, is, great, <laughs> is, Wait, great is good. Then what's good? Great. Better. We're spoiled, we're spoiled here. Yeah, we always, always, <laughs> it's hard but, to get a bad beer around here. Yeah. yeah, there's Laughing Monk on tap, so you can come down to the hop. That's raid. true. I think we have. Yeah, this Pale Hill is excellent. Like, what do we have? Three. I think we have like three beers At to least. try, Bev. Three beers? Three beers. We got three beers to drink, which, uh, you know what? I really appreciate drinking the beer with uh, the guest on the show. I think that's, uh, I find value in that. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it, I don't know, man. It's like, uh, it's hard to virtually share a beer with someone and really kind of connect with that. But, um, you know, the in-studio guests, I, I, I vibe a lot harder, bro. Oh, yeah. There's something about staring awkwardly into someone's eyes. While talking about while beer. talking about their beer, their yeah. beer recipe. For me, it's 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 feeling their piercing gaze, <laughs> awaiting my my every eloquent sentence and structure of what their 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 hard work mm-hmm. and energy has been put into transforming. They can't getting to see the excitement when you ask them the perfect question. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. When their <laughs> yeah. eyes light up, when their yeah. beady, bloodshot, <laughs> tired, bag-ridden right. eyes light yes. up at the perfect question of uh, of well, if your if your dog doesn't have any balls, does he still ejaculate? Like yeah. that to me is the perfect question Just because it's dis- joy. it's disarming enough, mm-hmm. uh, but yet still culturally and socially relevant. Oh yeah. I'm on the edge of my seat. Uh, today's Edge of the Seat show is brought to you, of course, by More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com. They have absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home, uh, whether it's in your garage or on your stovetop yeah, yep. or illegally in an old crack house, All kinds whatever of you want to do. All kinds of brewing options. All there. places that resemble your home. That's true. Absolutely true. If you have three mattresses TP'd up together, um, you can brew beer in there. You can. And More Beer will help you. They also want to change your malt game with Viking Malt. Hailing from Northern Europe, Viking Malt is a family-owned malt house since 1883 and is the largest specialty malt producer in the world. Their base malts are malted from Nolox varietals that do not contain the enzyme lipooxygenase, which leads to trans 2 nonanol in beer which is responsible for those stale cardboard flavors. So head on over to morebeer.com and brew with ingredients from the future. All right, we did that. <coughs> Man, I got to get to more beer, dude. My um, my uh, coffee roaster took a crap. Oh, oh, you roast your own coffee? Oh yeah, dude. I am. I'm living the hipster dream. I'm living my best life, dude. Yeah, I, got but, your flannel on. Yeah, well, you, right. I can only. It's it's one of those rigs where like it only operates. It's optical. Okay. So it only operates if it detects flannel right. and a fedora. Instead of a retinal scan. Right. It's a fedora flannel yes, scan. Yes, right, yeah. yes. And um, and then it uploads that to the server, mm-hmm. and then through that it allows me to roast my own coffee. Okay. Yeah. Um, and only uh, free trade, uh, not blood diamond blood coffee beans, right? Uh, uh, right, that's true. That's true. Um, but part of the requirement to like turn the machine off mm-hmm. is I have to poke each bean up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like a cat. Yeah, or just to make sure it's done. Hold it for a day. <laughs> yeah, it's a. To be honest with you, it's a little obnoxious, but the coffee's great. Oh, I'm sure. It's oh, yeah. No, can't wait to not have it. <laughs> yeah, I really have a lot of like poop humor today, and I, I need to like back off. Um, no, in all seriousness, the 
uh, something with a timer or, mm. or, or the temperature gauge or sensor or something like that because I'll set the, the coffee for like 24 minutes and it comes out a little too dark. And I set it for 20, it comes out the exact same. Huh. So no matter what time I put on it, it, it doesn't change the roast level like at all. So uh, I don't, and I don't know enough about circuit boards and electronics to. Yeah, it's what, like the thermostat stuck anything. on high and the timer's stuck on whatever. Right. The, the, does the same thing every time. Yeah, and the only thing I know about diagnosing electronics and fixing electronics is buying another one. <laughs> if, if it's burnt to well, ash at twenty you get a hammer, minutes, don't you? And it's burnt to ash at twenty minutes. You should try sixteen or or twelve. It only goes. Um, it only goes like twenty is the lowest. Oh, because it okay. has to ramp up and it has to do its own kind of like temperature scale, okay. right? But there was a, a mark. There's usually a mark difference between a minute or two. Mm. So okay. you know, if it's a four minute and there's this is the exact same, something's gone. I think. And so they have that at more beer also, in in addition to brewing equipment. That's correct. They have replacements. They do. Um, as I mentioned before, folks, we do not have. Um, uh, feedback today. Still, we don't have feedback. No we still one don't said have anything yet. No, dude. I'm a little. Let me check the chat room. Let me check the chat room. There's several people in there. Um, hi, Shoe. Shoe Brew's in there. How's it but going? no feedback. Shoe Brew, write me feedback right now yeah. in the chat room right now. <laughs> Let us know how we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in the meantime, Warren, do you have a, um, a, a Twitter game we could just put up right now and we can bullshit for a little put bit right before now? we get uh, Laughing Monk on? Well, you know what I wanted to do, and I didn't, I couldn't figure out how to do it from my phone? Mm-hmm. I thought it would be fun to do one of the uh, emoji tweets where you just string out emojis and then people figure out what, figure you're out saying? what it means. Okay. Yeah. You want to do that? Yeah, let's do one of those. Here, I'll give you the uh, computer. Oh, okay. And the mouse. And the mouse. And you can just do it. Or do you want me? Do you want me just to do it? Yeah. Well, what do you mean? That's all you need. Have you worked a a, a computer before? Not with emojis on a desktop. I thought that's only a phone thing. Um, No, see the little smiley face right there. Add emoji. I feel like I'm teaching my grandfather how to like email. No, it's the robot. The pointy thing. That's where you click. Yeah, the robot, Grandpa. No, no, the other. No, not your defibrillator. The robot. Not the vacuum. You want me to delete this? No. Yes, I want you to delete that. I want you to delete your personality and pick another one. (laughs) See, we got all these things. Look at these. Look at these. All these things here. You got all these things here. Then I'll come up with a story. All right, come up with a story. Tasty and I are going to talk exercising for a second. <laughs> Something both of you are into. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll have you know, Tasty has lost several pounds. <laughs> I've lost a few. How many? Gave like, to you? like a stone, two stone. How many stone have you lost? I don't know. I don't know. It's, was it stone twenty eight. Fourteen. Fourteen pounds. Duh. Oh. Twenty. I must have taken two stones. I probably <laughs> lost forty pounds. Damn, bro! Really? Yeah, like a, you know, like a toddler. <laughs> You've lost a toddler. Yeah, yeah it's like carrying yeah. one on your back. Or, you Normally, know, that's not a cause for celebration, but this time, <laughs> this one, yeah, it's gone. Let's cheer and you. Forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, <clears throat> I have not. Yeah. Um, but I no, I I want to tell a story about my fan bike. You know what a fan bike is? No. It's like a stationary bike, oh. but uh, it when you pedal it, it turns this v- oh. fan right in the front wheel. Uh, but the thing about fan bikes is the faster you go, the more resistance you're generating. Yeah. So it's harder, yeah. right? So you can really do like, uh, what is it? It's burst, you know, resistance training and it has like arm thing yeah. and it's a whole like thing, right? And I'm really a piece of shit when it comes to it because I don't do it consistently. <laughs> do it less than. Yeah, but, but no, but I need to do it, but I need to do it like three times a, a week, but I just, mm. I don't. Um, anyway, so I was doing it the other day and, and I'm, I'm, I'm like pedaling and uh, I'm playing a video game at the same time because I really take fitness very seriously. 
Well, a distraction is always appropriate when you're, you know, doing exercise. Just yeah. Get your mind off the pain of it or the boring or whatever. It, for me, it's the boredom. I mean, yeah. especially I'm, I'm, I'm just doing cardio, 30-minute little thing, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sitting there playing a video game, and, you know, my shorts are, like, riding up. They're kind of bunching. So <laughs> I, I need to – I'm going to adjust myself as men do, sure. right? Women do also, right, with a bra. Because you need to adjust, you you need to adjust your, your yeah. undergarment. Oh, okay. So I reach, you know, to the – I don't want to get too graphic, but I reach to the, to the right of the scrotum, yeah. <clears throat> the scrotal area – or as I like to call it, <clears throat> the scrot, which is Greek, by the way. I don't know if you knew okay. that. That's why I'm well-versed in it. And um, I like, you know, pull and push everything around. Yeah, and raging, then, yeah. yeah, and then I, I realize, like, I can't feel anything mm. down there. So, what, what? yeah, so I, I just take my index finger and, like, um, I don't know, like a four-year-old kid, you know, jabbing an open wound. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. poke myself in the crotch, <laughs> and I I can't feel it. Oh, that's weird. Like my Isn't my that persisted, or penis, is that was just something while you're. Uh, no, it, it wasn't there before. It happened just when I was exercising. So like I couldn't feel anything in my my penal area. Wow. Yeah, I, tell I me about it. I get my money back then. So I jump. Off in, 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 off the bike in full panic mode because it, it's not like I'm gonna you know the only thing I really use it for these days is to go to the bathroom so it's you know I'm married it's fine yeah. but I, I'm like completely freaking out because not only do oh. I have general anxiety anyway about both, a heart attack or whatever but it's just it, my I, I, I couldn't feel anything as soon as I get off the bike all the feeling comes back so, so is it the wind of the bike that's blowing on the on no the, I, I, th- I think what it is what is it? is my bony ass I I, I have a circulation I, I'm yeah I'm sitting in a in an office chair right and they're not the most uncomfortable things in the world they're just chair but I feel the two bones of my you know hips or whatever the the, 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 the thrusting machine is what I call it whatever <laughs> oh, that yeah. bone is the thrusting yeah. machine bone the Greek ocean motion yes there you yeah. go uh, I feel that on the on the no you pinch through the, the major cushion. nerve yeah, and both, so, on both sides probably. And I don't know what happened, but now every time I get on the bike, so what happens again every time? My dick goes away. I'm a Ken doll for all mm. intents and purposes. Maybe for, you should get some of those gel shorts that bicyclists wear. So I bought a gel seat cover. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't. It helps like nominally because uh, I was riding it today. Mm-hmm. And um, by the way, I don't want to brag, but I burned 430 calories, so nice. I'm pretty. Now I'm I'm set for like four burritos mm-hmm. tonight. I'm do right. you do um, you need to feel your 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 balls while you're exercising? It's not my. It's, it's see. This is the thing. It's not my. It's not my my boys. Okay. It's the it's the it's, flagpole it's the main that man. they salute. Yes. Oh, okay. And that's it. And so it's this very specific. I don't know what's going on, but it freaks me out. No, I don't need. It's not like um. Let's see, I wish it's I like could. You're watching some porn or something while exercising. Well, it'd be like having yeah. sex with somebody else. If, if you had sex with yourself, would it be weird? Wouldn't it? Yeah. You, you right. Feel? It's like a reverse stranger. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, I don't know. It, it, no, so no, I don't need to feel it. I'm not getting any sort of like sexual gratification from it, or like I need to, whatever. While on the bicycle, and just, uh, segue. It shows you how far the show has come because <laughs> in, in four years ago I just would have said it, but now uh, I'm trying to not. I'm trying to censor it a little bit. It and, yeah, but you know. And now, and now you're Justin and talking about how your body's failing. Well, in, in old age, which. Yeah, so which brings me to another problem that I had, and I realized that last night is the side of my foot is numb. <laughs> like, like half of my left foot.
foot like by the heel it's like numb i was like oh. scratching my shin with like the outside of my foot because yeah. i'm a apparently i'm a monkey okay and I couldn't feel. I couldn't feel. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? I, it was just a weird thing. But unlike the other thing, other like my Ken doll syndrome, right. yeah, uh, KDS is really what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, my foot, it still feels that way. Still no. Still that, didn't no. Go, that didn't go away. That might be a just hosting the session problem. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking there was some sort of some neurological, uh, you know, something in the fibers mm-hmm. of the chair. I, I should really talk to Taylor about because uh, he's the only other one who sits in this chair oh. about if he's having any sort of you know issues beyond his you know weird hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. And nothing can fix that mustache, but right. But, <laughs> right. But maybe he's not feeling his feet. Yeah, man. It's uh, so weird, dude. Hmm. And then all I started to think about all that, and then I'm like feeding Alice, and and I'm like, man, what if this means I uh, uh, something's wrong with me? What what would I, what would happen to Alice if I had a heart attack? And I'm feeding the kid, and it's like 11.30 in the morning, and nobody knows about it until Taryn comes home at like 6, and she's trapped in her high chair for seven mm-hmm. hours. Well, but can you if, imagine? If she was being fed, she'd probably last until Taryn got home. Well, she wouldn't die, but like, can you imagine? I mean, she just would be screaming for five hours and then give herself an aneurysm. Hmm. You think she'd be that sad? She'd be shocked, yeah, the trauma yeah. of like her favorite person. She told me that. The other day. <laughs> oh, she did? Oh, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. In the contract. Don't you go dying on me, Dad. Don't you go dying on me. Oh, nothing's going to happen. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. yeah and get one of those monitors saying, where, uh, you know, Taryn can see how you're doing all day. <laughs> Has all this numbness. That's the last thing I need. My girlfriend won't, my girlfriend won't allow. <laughs> you would appreciate that. Has all this numbness only happened that you now that you've started exercising and yes. trying to, to be fit? Absolutely. One hundred percent. That'll show you to get yeah. fit. Maybe you're just not meant to be in motion. All, and, and moving around. That's what I. Yes, exactly. Uh, the only, what I'm built to do, regardless of my athleticism, genetic inherent genetics, right, inherent yeah, athleticism. The Olympics creation. And all yeah, that, right, yeah. and the nudity and the yeah, wang. And, right. Um, I'm really kind of sort of geared and built to lay on the couch and play Diablo three on the Switch <laughs> and watch Supernatural for the third time. That's well, my. That's that's what I'm. Genetically designed for. Not everybody gets to find what they're good at in life, uh, and you have. It's true. So just stick with it. I'm, I'm not really good at that though either. Oh, really? What about Red Dead Redemption Two? Isn't that? Out? I have. Yeah, but I haven't had time to. I haven't had time to play anything, man. Oh. This kid has turned my day upside down. Normally, oh, I have all the time in the world. Ugh, it's, I, a, it's a life changer. No, I have no time no. for anything. No. You did. You'd be doing it wrong. That's true. Think about how many teenagers have so have uh, a positive self image because you're not screaming at them all day. Dude, that was my favorite part about Red Dead. <laughs> Just screaming words at people. Oh, cool. Yeah. Guess you did real good, dude. <laughs> That's really great. Subscribe. Uh, all right. So Warren has a Twitter game. I'm going to post it. Right. Oh, here I got to I got to add on. You got to put the hashtags shit. right. Yeah, yeah. You kept the keyboard, so I couldn't do that. Uh, talk about this though. Uh, What's the theme here? Uh, it's emojis. I don't know. Okay. So it's whatever um, you want to say, or it's uh, wasn't it just tell a story? Like whatever you want. There was no prompt. It was just what does this mean? Oh, when I did, yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, tell us a story so based if, on this yeah. thing. If we right. get we get a story out of it and it, we like it, then you win. Right. Whoever tells us the best story, right, inspired by these images. Yes. Yeah, see, communicated. And I'm on here right now. I'm gonna do a little retweeting, dude. Someone is asking if people take brewing classes. Uh, if there's any in the Portland area, could someone drop me some info? That's uh, 
Chaz Vodor. I just retweeted him. I'm trying to help the homie out, dude. Yeah, people oh. do classes. I think Warbeer still does, but, uh, you know, you're in Portland, so uh, I don't know. There's a lot of homebrew shops up there. Somebody's got to. Well, and there's a lot of homebrew clubs, too. So j- I would honestly just go online and find a homebrew club and be like, hey, can one of you guys teach me how to homebrew? But then you're stuck with a dude you don't know for like eight hours, and he's going to be oh, telling man. you about all his rare beers, and yeah. and he'll be <laughs> sweating on you. And he'll be like, hold on, I have to log into Forges of Empire so I can refresh my gold bar rate. And then you just really are looking for any sort of sharp counter space to uh, open your jugular on. And if only there were podcasts that you could listen to in archive situation <laughs> yeah, to learn true. how to homebrew. That's true. All right. Well, I'd say do some. Let's do some feedback, but I'm not going to because we don't have any. But the Twitter game is brought to you by our good friend John at the Beer Law Center. Go to beerlawcenter.com if you have a trademark or copyright or something like that to uh, to protect, or you just want some advice, or you need some help filling out paperwork because you're going to open a brewery or a distillery or a winery or something like that. Anything. BeerLawCenter.com. Don't let the name fool you. John knows more about than things of other than just the beers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that had a good one. Oh, yeah. It's that's pretty good, right? Be good. <laughs> the official tagline. I've yeah. been working on yeah, it. Your voice was great. Your writer was like, I lost it. <laughs> I've been working on it for a bit, boys. <laughs> Don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're we're going to have a little bit of beer news. There's some weird stuff going on in the beer. Things uh, are happening. In the beer world, man. It's yeah. very weird. See, someone's saying I now have a kidney stone in the chat. That like, would cause a, a numb dick and a numb foot. Well, I know the 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 my my KDS my Kendall syndrome. Mm-hmm. I know it was just from sitting on the chair like a mongol. I don't I don't know what. Oh, okay. the, I mean, it's something I'm I'm doing. Yeah. But the foot thing, that's a whole it's a whole mm-hmm. new thing. And I would look it up, but it's either I'm going to have cancer or I'm pregnant. <laughs> Or yeah. both, or yeah, I, have a, I have a cancerous pregnancy, which so, is somehow better. Aren't they all? No, that's truth, dude. And dude, and then I got to see the doctor about my knee. My knees like pop when I go up the stairs, and then when I'm like putting the kid to bed, I'm kind of pacing or rocking. Like my oh. knee just clicks. So this isn't that, about the exercise. This is before exercise. This yeah, is, it's been before, happening yeah. Forever. Been forever. Like I am my a knees weird. Pop forever. Well, you're not put together right. You and, do a, yeah, and I don't think that's good. That's parts. the 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 thing. There's like a an actual yeah, thing uh, about popping. It sounds like bone. Yeah, something. What's be popping? I <laughs> popping. Oh, followers. Okay. We have to wear some. Did we dick around enough? Tasty? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I Maybe have... we can. So I mean, nobody's called in with any feedback, so I guess we're doing okay. <laughs> right. No chat feedback. Yeah. Uh, no, man. Good. No chat feedback, and, except that I have. Um, I have uh, oh, right, kidney, stones. kidney stones. Yeah, I have a kidney stone. Man, that's not something to look forward to. I hear those hurt. Yeah, dude. I, I did do one of those once. Tasty. Uh, um, what's uh, what gives? What gives, Tasty? <laughs> do you have a what's give? What gives? What gives? What gives? Tasty. Sponsored by Hidden Moon. Which, should I do that? <laughs> yeah, what's Hidden Moon? Yeah, it's just a normal... A well, yeah, because... Yeah, let me give me a chance. Well, because last time I screwed up and I didn't do uh, I didn't do a thing, so um, let's just put Hidden Moon sponsors What Gives Tasty. Moonlight Meadery is a longtime supporter of Brewing Network, and now they're looking to bring Michael Fairbrothers Braggots... You should say that name very carefully. Uh, especially his Russian Imperial Stout Braggot to market. You can help them get started by joining their Lunar Society, which includes 12 society-only mead releases, four society-only braggots, a hooded sweatshirt, and a pair of tasting glasses, plus discounts and much more. To learn more and join the Lunar Society Club, check out Moonlight Meadery at MoonlightMeadery.com. Tasty, what gives? 
Well, here's what's, what's happening with me. My beer experience has, has gone upside down because I'm, I'm sort of stuck drinking like blonde ales and some lighter uh, German styles and some light lagers and stuff like that. And, of course, IPAs and stuff like that. But all the beer drinkers are just run, running towards like, you know, big 16-ounce hazy beers and, uh, and uh, you know, cookie, uh, you know, Ice cream, cake, beers, all kinds of weird yeah, stuff. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So a lot of times I'm going into like multi taps, which I'm in one right now practically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they don't have like uh, too many beer beer styles that I'm I'm looking for, and I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm open to like you know. You're not the low pick- end I, low end hoppy beers, and then you're not the pickiest lager. drinker in the world. No, 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 not exactly. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big stout drinker, but mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah, probably in, you know, big fan of like thirty. Five or forty percent of the beers, so mm-hmm. should be something for me. But no, there's a the, the beer buyers are really going after the uh, the the, uh, the unique beers that the uh, the kids are drinking. So what and do you do? Do you go to the brewery or you just stay home? I just leave, go to the next place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, a lot of times, like like here, they have uh, blind pig in bottles almost all the time. But oh, it's but even with the corkage charge, it's not much more, if not the same price as a pint of. Uh, of the uh, one of the billion, you know, any other IP that uh, sold on the West Coast. So you'll go into a, a beer bar and then look at the menu and go, yeah, and then you'll leave, or what do you what do you do? Because well, I might have people like, know you. I might have one or a half pint, and then I would. Oh, okay. Not to make a scene, like oh, yeah, there's no beer here for me. So you can tell if you like a place because you have more than one beer there. Yeah, generally, and that, uh, sometimes this takes that like one or two beers that fall within. My delight area, the way you know, like, I mean, I'll settle for lots of beers, but yeah. How do you determine where to go? Like, what's your like day? If you go, hey, I'm going to get up, I'm going to hit some beer bars. What do you, what do you do? Do you look at the menu beforehand? Do you prefer to be surprised? Is it, you know, uh, go, like going to the bunny ranch? You just, you don't know, or are you, you know, what do you, what are you excited about? What, what draws your, your attention? Because there's a lot of places to go in the Bay Area. No, there are. I, I generally go to places that, were, you know, like I, I get the feedback that I'm looking for. I go and I, I find, and I find good beer there. I'll just keep going to that place. And then once in a while, I'll check ahead of time, mm-hmm. see what their beer list looks like. But you don't, you don't generally, I'm, I'm okay with whatever they've got. I'll find something there I like. Because, mm. again, it's a place that, you know, is running 25, 30 taps, and they cover all the styles that, you know, that they've got. A pale ale and an IP. That must feel good, number one, to have that, like, selection. But to go into a place knowing, I can find something that I like. <laughs> I don't know what that feels like. Hmm. Yeah, it matters. Hmm. All right. Well, there definitely I'm, aren't any out by where you live. Oh wait, out, sorry. Out in the uh, Bay. That was uh, oh, what I'm, gives, Tasty. Yeah, okay. No, right. That's what gives. That's Mystic Man by Peter Tosh. It's my new favorite uh, song. It's my new favorite reggae song. Oh, it's so good because he, he's like uh, basically he's saying that he's. Uh, you know, Rasta, right? So he lived okay. by a strict dietary <clears throat> code and whatever. Oh, yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, he's like, uh, I don't eat no hamburgers. <laughs> and the, the fucking course is like, don't eat no hamburger, whatever it is. Or like, um, uh, he goes, I don't drink no blue, yellow, green soda. And then the course is soda pop. 
sewed up, and it's fucking so good. I don't know why it is. I don't either. Oh, I don't, don't know why. Take no heroin. It's good in a different way. I, well, I wasn't <laughs> that sold on your description. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's a it's well, amazing. I believe your passion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen to this intro for God's sake. Yeah. It's just good. I don't know why. Yeah, it sounds like every other reggae song. It bullshit. Don't give me that. No, because there's no steel drum, and there's no like. Okay, most other radio yeah. songs, then, not every. They actually have there's instruments. No, there's no beat than, uh, drop in or whatever. Anyway, well, Mystic Man, check it out. It's good stuff. It's like six minutes long. <laughs> it's so good. All right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, let me find my break here, first of all. Um, actually, before we do, the Branding Bruce podcast is an in-depth inside look at everything that revolves around branding and marketing a brewery. Branding Brews interviews industry professionals covering in-depth strategies and topics like labels, packaging, websites, social media content, trademark marketing, plus much more. Whether you're in sales and marketing, you own a brewery, or you are looking to start a brewery, Branding Brews is a podcast for you. Go to brandingbrews.com or subscribe to the show wherever you like to get your podcasts. Rim sticker. <laughs> Don't be a bald head. <laughs> Go to brandingbrews.com. Be a mystic man. All right, it's the session. We're going to be right back with Laughing Monk Brewing. We're going to drink some beers and uh, talk local beer. It'll be a good time. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters, the Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid, cleaners, star sand, Santa clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. Hey, 
nine and get the five star treatment today. Hey, motherfuckers! This is Doug from Fucking Society. You're listening to the session on the Fucking Bruin Network. Fuck you. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Doug should wash his mouth out with soap, and by soap, I mean pure lie. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's aggressive. Well, right, because uh, you know what? If there's one thing I don't like, it's fucking people who throw curse words around, dude. Oh. And I don't really yeah. appreciate it, and I don't like it, and I don't I don't live that lifestyle. Yeah, keep that shit to yourself. Well, Doug. I prayed it all away. Oh, good. Yeah, and so now I'm pure. I thought it all away. I'm pure. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, baby. Yeah. Make me strong in 2019. <laughs> Let me absorb your feelings. Make him unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop me, baby. <laughs> Why? What's your the secret of your success? Well, what I've done is I've absorbed everyone's thoughts and prayers, and now I'm ten times stronger than any human being. You know Andre the Giant? Stronger. Wow. Because I have someone in the Midwest praying for me 24 hours a day. Now that he's dead, all of his thoughts and prayers went to you. Bev's not happy with this conversation right now. Oh. Is it hot in here, or is Bev staring at me? <laughs> Bev staring at me uh, in Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I can just hear this. I can feel this burning in the back of my head. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome to the show, Laughing Monk Brewing. We have Amelia and Carl on the show. Thank you very much for, for coming in and joining us. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hi, thanks for having us. Uh, man, I am uh, thirsty. And I would like to drink some beers. But before we do that, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about Laughing Monk. And, uh, you know, you guys are in San Francisco. Yeah. How long have uh, you been around? <laughs> We're at, uh, we opened Carl's thinking about it. Yeah, it's almost our third birthday. Third, wow. Yeah. Well, happy almost almost third birthday. When is the uh, the actual date? I don't know. It's okay. April, March. You guys don't know shit, do you? Yeah. Uh, April, our, March. Uh, we had our soft open, like... Was uh, St. Patrick's Day of 2016. Both of you just get right on the right on the mic. Right, yeah. right pull, on the mic. Pull, pull oh. it to you. Pull it to you. Okay. There you go. Perfect. That, that sounds good. Actually, this that's is perfect. Our first podcast. That seems like yeah. A, no, you guys are doing great. <laughs> that seems like a risky day to have your uh, soft opening on St. Patrick's Day. I, I think it worked yeah. out. I mean, pick a luckier uh, day, Warren. Well, it's just a, pick a, day. a luckier day right now. People tend to drink a lot on that day. Yeah. So that, that could be well, I definitely be think party. that was the goal, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was definitely the goal. Yeah. <laughs> All the beers are green. Yeah. No. I'm <laughs> oh, wow. No, no. Awesome. I don't uh, make green beer if I can avoid it. Yeah. Mm. Can Smart. you can you avoid it or are you do you have kind of free reign or, or do you do what everybody else pushes you around to do? I mean, I'm I'm only the uh, I'm the assistant brewer, so basically I do whatever Jeff tells me to do. He's the uh, he's the head brewer. He's the head guy. So he's he's the ideas guy, I'm the execution guy. Okay. Just an all right uh all right arrangement. I'm yeah. kind of happy with it, honestly. No, it sounds good. How long have you been brewing professionally? Uh actually Laughing Monk was my first beer job. Oh, really? I didn't even start as a brewer, I started as the driver. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. so like he deliver- was so bad at driving that we had to <laughs> yeah. give him something else. Yeah, you just, just default failed upwards. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, that's you know what? That's uh, look at Steve Jobs. He's that's where he. No wait, the other way around. Um, what, what were you doing? Um, I don't know. That was weird. I, mean, I feel real weird right he's now. He's dead. I mean, we can what look was at the, Steve Jobs. What was the joke? He I fell mean, the other way. If I had to explain it to you, it's not funny. Oh. Wait, uh, no, wait, that's it. not fun. Right. Um, so before you were driving, before you had, any, were you were you home brewing? How did you get into beer, and how did you get to where you? Tell me your entire life story. I mean, I've been a I've been a home brewer for about ten years. It, it, I like I moved out of my parents' house in two thousand 
six into a shitty little apartment in the TL in San Francisco. Hell yeah. And, um, you know, I waited tables to put myself through, uh, to put myself through school. And um, in order to afford uh, afford the amount that I wanted to drink to compensate for waiting tables, I boy. had to teach myself to had to teach myself to brew. Yeah, so okay. I, uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it just kind of started there in my shitty little apartment in the TL. I uh, had a five gallon bucket that I was always bubbling away, and ended up making pretty decent beer. That at least according to my friends, and mm-hmm. now I'm uh, <laughs> now I'm making a lot more of it, and now more than my friends are saying that I'm making. Pretty decent beer, so pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah, all right. You have more friends now, probably I, too. I yes, imagine. I do. Yeah. <laughs> the more beer you got, the more friends you. Have. For those wondering, the TL is the tenderloin. I thought it was like, like turtle livers or something. Sure, mm-hmm. it's also a very very hyper local. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tenderloin is it really? I mean, it's pretty much gentrified, right? Carl gentrified it, right? I, I did. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he it's was not... the spearhead for that. Yeah. Uh, well, That's right. He's the face the, of gentrification, actually. The tenderloin or the tender knob? Carl? Oh, I was, I was Uh-oh. neck deep in the loin. Neck deep in the loin. Yeah. Right. Atta boy. Yeah. Atta boy. <laughs> so he's TK. I was, I was never know. on the knob. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> See, he explained it, and it was funny. Well, you know what? Not we can't all be Carl. Okay. Okay. All right. Can I just tell you that right now? I believe you. Thank you very much. Where'd you learn to homebrew? Um, Did you ever like a local shop? Okay, yeah, go. Yeah. SF Brewcraft. So yeah. SF Brewcraft. I bought my first kid. I uh, isn't that Grizz? That was Grizz. Grizz. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and shouts I, out to a real one. Yep. And then I. Uh, did the did the class him with him, and he said, you know, the most important thing about it is just remember to have fun, and if you make bad beer, buy a couple six packs of good beer, drink that first, and then drink the bad beer. Yeah, so, that was a that was some pretty useful advice. That really, you know what? Honestly, that really is. It sounds kind of like. Um you tell that story like, oh, well, that guy was probably being a dick, and maybe Grizz was, but it is also very practical. Probably one of the more practical pieces of advice yeah. you're going to get as a homebrewer yeah. <laughs> is to cover up your shitty beer with better beer, and you drink that first, and you'll never know. Exactly. Yeah. That's or you, just or you can one. just dump the bad beer. No. No? No. Oh, okay. Warren... <laughs> What is wrong with what you? What the fuck, Warren? <laughs> well, Sorry, I didn't have, many, I didn't have that many friends. Yeah, clearly. Friends. Your standards are way don't. too high. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're a starving college student. You'll drink the beer. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What the hell's wrong with you? I just gave it to the people that used to be my friends if it was that bad. <laughs> is that why they used to be your friends? I'm yeah, not sure. They're Maybe. no longer around anymore, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. Right. They're hanging they're out with Steve Jobs. They're nobody's friends yeah. right now. They're hanging out with Steve right now. Brewcraft, incidentally, still a fantastic place. Absolutely, Alive yeah. Alive and well. Nice. Yeah. That's good to hear. They've been around for years, mm-hmm. for for so many years, and they're teaching a lot of good people how to make beer. What kind of styles were you were you brewing at home? I don't know. I feel like I followed the uh, trajectory of first learning a bunch of English styles, so a lot of really malt-forward stuff. I think my very first beer was uh, ESB, and I kept that. I uh, did that a couple of times. Okay. And I was really happy with it each time. And then I, you know, moved out. I did like a kind of an Irish red. I I stayed a lot with the English styles just because it's, it was hard to find. Well, right. And it's a very home brewer thing yeah. to do. And, and I guess what I'm getting with that is does that sort of love of those styles transition to where you are now? Are you are you brewing those kind of styles now? I'm not brewing those styles now. Oh, okay. uh, we no, don't let him. Yeah, they don't we let don't. me. They don't let me make recipes anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's brew with fish bones. <laughs> Anymore? What happened? <laughs> fish bone. I don't use rice hulls. I actually debone salmon and I throw that in the mashed tub. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not good for it. That'll stick your mash. Very <laughs> It'll definitely farm raised though, so it's fine. Oh. <clears throat> what kind of styles do you do? You guys brew it, uh, so laughing like. What do we you do? A lot of stuff. Focus on. Uh, like we, uh, we're kind of all over the place. We have. Uh, we try to keep all of our taps in the tap room full. We have like 16 taps in our. Uh, if you come to the brewery and visit us, we'll have anywhere between 10 to 16 beers on. We're doing a lot of. Uh, we we try hard to make Belgian styled beers. Like we have yeah. our third circle triple, which is. I'm actually pretty proud of that beer. It's. Uh, I tasted it alongside of uh, Duval, alongside Chimay, and they they stand up like or or our triple stands up to theirs. There you go. But it has the advantage of being only uh, less than a month old, as opposed to however long it took for those beers to come over to our side of the co- country from uh, Belgium. Right, and you know? that's and that's what a lot of even new drinkers still don't really realize is people in Belgium don't drink those beers after six months or a year. They drink them fresh, mm-hmm. and it's hard for us to get. Actually, we have the brewmaster from Duval in the other room, and he's going to come in and judge your beer. Come on in. Yeah, <laughs> Frankensburger Durgestein <laughs> is here a lot. No, I'm kidding. He left because you butchered his name. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, Bev, I tell you what, let's just get some beers. What do you think of that? Let's get some beers, and we'll start uh, we'll start drinking. If that's all right with you guys. I'm, you guys are there? I'm happy to. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So you got, go ahead, Warren, sorry. Oh, I was going to ask. So uh, do you guys, are you guys a brew pub? Do you, are you just a production brewery and distribute? We're, uh, we're a production brewery that distributes, okay. yeah. And we have, we have our own tap room. We're actually hoping to open our uh, second tap room in Oakland sometime soon. Oh, there you go. Oh, Oakland, okay. man. That's, yeah. that's the, the gravitation point for a lot of, not even just breweries, but tap rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Are, is the city just super easy to work with, or is it just a cool spot, or a combination of the two, or I think the, they don't uh, let you in on that <laughs> high level? Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a combination of real estate and then just kind of the clientele who would go and yeah. we're we're at a little bit of a disadvantage in our location and at our at our brewery because there's just not a single person walking by the street, you know. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Where are we you? We really are. But in San Francisco, is there such a thing called the middle of nowhere? <laughs> right. Kind of. So yeah. you know, so you know the hole in the ground that Candlestick Park used to be? Vaguely. All right, so we're right there. Okay. Yeah. All right. That hole that it left behind. Yeah, we're on the on the fringes <laughs> of that. Um, but we do. You know, it's interesting because we are we're accessible. We're just not in the heart of anything. Right. And, on the way to any place. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. Exactly. But, we but do. Like you're thinking in Oakland, there's a lot of places like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, totally. But but Oakland tends to be a little bit more uh, welcoming to even oh. yeah. driving culture coming mm-hmm. out from this direction out in Concord. Yeah. Uh, but you don't think about driving in the city. Um, no. no. But I will put in a little plug. I mean, we have tons of free parking and we're right online to the mm-hmm. Giants Stadium. Oh, yeah. Just hop on Muni. So that is something that probably will end up being important when the... Warriors. Yeah, once the Warriors leave the East Bay. Yeah. Are the Warriors moving? Is that a thing? Oh, I heard I that. I heard that. Yeah. Really? No, I honestly don't know. <laughs> Didn't they just build them a new stadium or something? I have no I idea. I don't know mm-hmm. what's happening. Yeah, it'll be done. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really? almost finished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're putting the seats in. 
Really? How do I yeah. not? I mean, I, I'm not like a basketball guy, but like I, anything. If you don't, if you know, it's not on your radar. Yeah. Radar. Yeah, but I feel like I'm, I'm a bad citizen of the, the Bay Area <laughs> if I don't know the, the big things, the sure. big construction. Uh, I love construction. I have a construction newsletter I send out, and I don't know why I didn't put well, that in I, there. Well, I think they got a video of what they've done so far. I think you. Yeah, you want me to send me pictures? Please do. Yes, I really do. Text me, text me photos. Well, here's the the frame for the hot dog cart. Blow my fucking mind. Well, that'll be cool. You know, there's a lot of places that, that kind of start out that way. And then eventually, I feel like in the city, you're never going to be uh, in that kind of predicament for long. Mm-hmm. There's always something going on in the city. There's always, they're always building the city. So yeah. I think you guys will be fine. I think it is a little bit of a, a for, for better or for worse situation because yeah. it's not like that that area doesn't exist. It does. It very much does. And people have been living there for decades. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just not quote unquote trendy. Uh, is so that we what it is? Really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I would say so. Is it more of a neighborhood vibe you got going on? Definitely, yeah. definitely. But we are in a, in an immediate our immediate neighborhood is warehousey. So across the street okay. you've got like ironworks and, and yeah, ideally you'd have like lofts and people living around there and, uh, mm-hmm. and people would come and drink. Yeah, it's starting to happen. I think ideally I'll prefer the ironworks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Carl, we call him our our production floor bouncer. Okay. Um, He he would... I'll get the hose. Yeah. (laughs) He would rather people uh, take beer to go, I think. uh, Really? (laughs) Than than hang out in the tap room or whatever? It's like we have the tap room now separate from the production floor, so people can't fucking look at me while I'm doing that shit. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a problem? People were just checking Carl out, hosing shit down? staring me down. It's like, I could do that shit better than him. Yeah. Mm. He's very much get off my lawn, you know? Yeah. You know, like the fishbowl <laughs> effect? No, not so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is weird. I've always found going to breweries and talking to people. It's You do get the, in the, is this a straggler issue or do you have like windows where people watch you? Because in a lot of breweries, especially older ones, or in a warehouse like that area, um, they'll just come like in the back door. They'll just walk in and hang out, and you're actually trying to do stuff. Or do you have windows where people can, you know, fish bowl? It's it's fully blocked off now. It used okay. to be so we have two thirds of a t- of a whole warehouse, and it used to be our tap room and the brewery was in the first third, and then we bought out the set or we uh, took over the lease of the second third. Yeah, and that's uh, that's now our tap room and kind of our event space. Okay. So, I mean, I'm I'm joking. I'm not I'm not as antisocial as I as I claim to be. As you should be. But the host, <laughs> the host does work though, and it it has been known to be sprayed. So really, yeah. Yeah. have you sprayed? You've sprayed people? Yes. For what? Being what, in what? the brewery. So, what you're mostly d- so me, mostly me. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, hey, which door to the tasting room? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. Shouldn't be back here right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this happens all the time. Yeah, read the signs. Brewery's closed. A, it's a splash zone. Yeah. yeah. That's right. No, I mean, do you, honestly, do you have stragglers come in and have you hit them with the hose? Tell me now. It would go so much easier on you if you just admit the truth. <laughs> no. Okay, that's uh, too bad. Hmm. <laughs> I was I was starting to like you now. The, fun, the funny story was like we were we were making our one of our first barrel aged imperial stouts and it was a uh, big team meeting and I was the one on the brew deck so I was I was busy working so I have the full idea of calling everybody over and getting every single person onto the brew deck so that we can take a group photo uh-huh. and then we did that and it was fun and it was a good photo and then. They hung around, and then I said, all right, I got to get to work, everybody else. <laughs> and then they hung around. That's why I don't throw many parties. Yeah. It's because people show up, <laughs> and then they hang out. You got to break out the hose. And, yeah. 
Seaborn. It's hard to invite people to leave your party. <laughs> That's the hardest part. <laughs> yeah. It's an awkward situation. It's awkward when you say, don't feel bad if you want to leave early. <laughs> <laughs> Just stand there with the door. Do. Yeah. Stand the door open. All right, guys. Jay, why, why, JP, why are you standing by the door with the door open? Well, it's time for you to go. Yeah, right, yeah. Don't you have anywhere else to be? It's 8.02. <laughs> The invitation clearly said four to eight. <laughs> question mark. The question mark is why aren't you fucking gone? Right. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, well, the lovely Beverly just brought us some beers. What do we have here? I think you want. You want this one? The, uh, Which are we starting yeah. with? That's the IP, or the paleo. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is the one whose name I forgot. Sorry. Uh, what? What's the first one? That is our uh, wit beer. That's our white ale. Ah. Mm-hmm. So Carl had mentioned the third circle triple. This is another one of the Belgian classic styles that we brew. That's kind of no frills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's our it's our oh, rate. Right? It's it's as classic and as traditional of a wheat beer as you can get. Okay, it's, uh, it's almost equal parts wheat, oats, and uh, Pilsner malt, and uh, brewed with a little bit of uh, bitter and sweet orange peel and coriander, mm-hmm. and put the, throw that into the whirlpool, and it's. Uh, you know, just the uh, just the wheat beer yeast, and it's it's kind of one of my favorites because it's uh, you know I don't I don't so much like American hefeweizens, but I really love German hefeweizens and I love uh, I love Belgian wheat beers. But there's not many great examples of it unless you're actually looking at the biggest one, unless you're looking at Hogarden, right? And it's uh, yeah. I mean that's 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 an excellent beer. Oh, it's it's no outstanding matter, beer. No that's, matter who. Uh, that's the strain of yeast we use, right? We do use there. We do use that strain of yeast. Yes. Mm. No matter uh, who owns it. I mean, no matter who owns <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, so this yeah, is a regular true. beer in your portfolio. This is something we'd find on tap almost all the time. There. This is something that's we right. keep around. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. This has a following there, I assume. Yeah, you know, it's actually interesting. I'm from the East Coast originally, and uh, when I moved out here, and I saw Allagash all over the place, I was shocked. I was pretty surprised because yeah. I also lived in the Midwest and I never saw them. And I was like, what is this brewery from Maine doing all over Northern <laughs> California? Just, it's called I, Midwest I, Flyover for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I, I skip all that shit. They're, they're filling a hole in the, on the, on the right. tap list. That's exactly right. Yeah. We're making good wits. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Whitbeer is making a comeback? We sell it really, it's really fun. well in, in San Francisco proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Yeah, it's it's definitely one of our, our top sellers in that region because they are looking to fill a hole. You know, people are realizing like, oh yeah, um, my uh, my list is all San Francisco except you right. Know? Um, and then they'll fill it with maybe Drake's Hef or something. People are reluctant to put on a wit beer and a Hef. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we didn't start out with this beer and then we brewed it and realized like, yeah, we this, should keep it. This is actually <laughs> the first style that I uh, that I brewed from start to finish at Laughing Monk. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So it's, Excellent. it's I mean, it's special for me. To, uh, it's special for me for that reason. Yeah. And it's also, like, still one of my favorite styles of beer. Yeah, tell them about the time you forgot to put the uh, the uh, orange peel in the... Uh, oh, yeah. Once I forgot to put the orange peel in there. <laughs> oh, good. So you yeah. made a good a good well, wheat a good, beer. I made a good wheat beer. <laughs> yeah. That's right. As I had, uh, I had to... Uh, so what do you do? How do you fix that? I, uh, I have a yeast brink that I just mm-hmm. filled up with. Cleaned it first, filled it up with really hot water, yeah, and then I took the spices and the orange peel and I just kind of steeped it in there, okay, and then I shot it into the tank and kind of like a kind of like a spice tea, yeah, yeah. It got How'd the, that work? Got the flavor in there. Okay, it worked great. So. Could you tell the difference? Uh, no, no, no. Wow, I, I, it was a pretty. Uh, it was actually a surprisingly easy correction to make. So, 
See, and and that's that's what I think everybody needs. They need they need a, a, a backup plan so they can just not give a shit. <laughs> for the you're like, oh, I, I got with beer. Oh, that's easy. Don't worry about that, dude. Because if we don't if we don't put the spices in, I know a way around it. Yeah, an hour later, it's fine. <laughs> it's just it's all right. Yeah. Uh, have you? Have so you, when you go to back spice, mm-hmm. did you use the same? Did you use the same amount of spice, or did? And you just use water. You didn't add any alcohol uh, to the just to just this hot boiling water. Just boiling water. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when I when I add the spices in it. Normally, it's uh, it's about five minutes to flame out, and then it sits in the uh, it sits in the kettle until I'm done knocking out. Okay. So it's uh, it was even even normally I'm just making kind of a it's spicy not a, it's tea. It's not a long steep anyway. No, it? not a long steep at all. Gotcha. Doesn't go through the ferment. Um, no. Or does, but not. I mean, it goes know. through the ferment, but yeah. not none of the whole spice. None of the yeah. whole spice. Yeah. I really enjoy this beer. I like it. I like it. That yeah. it's, it's somewhat underspiced. I mean, obviously, this isn't yes. the one, this is right. where you had the problem. But as designed, I, I like the, style, the, the way you made the beer. I like your implementation. Thank you. It's really good. And there's a bigger <clears throat> malt or maybe it's wheat flavor. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger grain flavor in it. Um, in the, the had a brain fart for a second. But it's 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 more flavorful because a lot of wit beers that I have are kind of thin and they don't have a whole lot of body and they're kind of just you know spice heavy like Tasty's saying and and maybe that's why there's not a whole lot of them on in the past but I feel like people are learning how to I don't want to say to learn how to make wit beers because maybe that insults people who brew wit beers for a living I don't know who the fuck you are but uh, I, I think Carl's here right there well <laughs> he can't hear me though we're oh, whispering okay. it's okay. fine <laughs> we're communicating telepathically okay. Warren it's fine okay. uh, but I feel like a lot of the the, the craft wit beers kind of are starting to get this ro- more robust kind of flavor and I, I don't know I think that has it or am I making shit up no you're is not. that an insult yeah. no I think that's okay, right good. I mean. Actually, They'll fight both of you right now. <laughs> I well, wonder if it's because craft breweries aren't are becoming less afraid of the malt flavor. <laughs> yeah, I think it's you know you mentioned when I was talking about my home brewing that there's a trajectory of you know me brewing English styles and brewing really malt heavy beers, and then yeah. what was uh, what was craft brewing in America you know five years ago is like super hop forward, and even now it's really super hop forward. Yeah, but that's you know these these new hazy IPAs, they're a lot of. Uh, they're very full-bodied, uh, heavy beers with a lot of oats in the grist and a lot of uh, lot more unfermentables in the grist to kind of ballast out that uh, all those hop flavors that we're throwing in under, in the dry hop in the whirlpool. So I'm wondering if maybe <clears throat> I wonder if maybe brewers are getting less afraid of having a lot of uh, malt flavor in their beers. Body in the hmm. and, yeah. and, and restraint with the spices. And, and <laughs> no, I, I hope so, like, man. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's a great trend. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys do any hazy, hazy? Uh, More than I like to admit. Yeah, we yeah. gotta. We have to. Kicking is yeah. screaming. Huh? Well, <laughs> but I like that attitude. It somehow makes it okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like if you look at the the brewers, maybe not Carl, but our, <laughs> our other brewers. I mean, there are th- there are three of them total, and two out of three are generally drinking whatever is freshest, and whatever yeah. is freshest is oftentimes a hazy because there's something coming out every week kind of thing and that's when they taste the best to us because you notice you notice too much you know when you drink so much you notice too much right uh so we yeah we do and we sell through them yeah uh and we do it because because they turn tanks over yeah exactly Mm -hmm. but with that said you can't do it poorly you know we're not gonna right so we have to 
to make something that we like too. Yeah, as, as much as it's not my favorite style to brew, it's I still put a lot of effort making sure into making sure every beer is perfect. You know, yeah. it's, I know that I probably won't drink a lot of it, but I know that somebody else will. Mm-hmm. So I got it for that person who's going to drink a lot of that beer. I better make sure that the beer that I make for him is yeah. really excellent. You don't sandbag that style. No, <laughs> you don't, uh, yeah. No sabotage, as far as I know. Can you imagine? That doesn't help him get a paycheck. At yeah, the end every handle sells well except for this one. It just <laughs> tastes like barbecue beef. Well, actually, that'd be really good. Now I'm hungry. Mm. Now I want barbecue beef. A Ralph beer. <laughs> yeah. What, what percentage of your beer is sold on-premise versus off-premise? Uh, I can answer that question. We So I actually run the sales program for, for the brewery, and... Uh, we sell it's something like ninety percent out in the field and oh, about ten really? percent okay. in our tap room. Yeah, and part of that is because of our location. Yeah, that much right? more, yeah. I've mm-hmm. been there once; it wasn't very busy, but just that day. <laughs> yeah, had a good set of games. There, I got to play some games. It, you know, it's really it's a I, this is gonna sound biased. It's really a fun spot. It's just yeah, it's, it's only homey. Yeah, it's, it's a little off yeah. the beaten path. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like that's San Francisco. I don't know. I just also, Uber, Uber pulls right? up. I don't know where I was, but I just went. Yeah, it's great. You should walk in. Walk but in. I mean, that I think that is sort of the hidden gem kind of area of San Francisco. It's that's the the draw of the city in general. There's always something cool to do, no matter where you are in that city. There's something to do. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Like for our like within two or three blocks, there's another meadery. There's a barbecue joint. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't recommend. Uh, Banking going on them there being, at all? Well, no, I wouldn't recommend banking <laughs> on them being open during the weekend or during the night. Uh, I think they shut down at two pretty regularly. When they run oh, out really? of food. When they run out of food, yeah. Oh, wow. But, okay. I mean, down... One of those places. Mm-hmm. That's where barbecue places are. Mm. The, down the uh, down the 3rd Street Strip, there's actually a lot of really nice spots. There's uh, there's Frisco Fried, which has done a couple uh, catering events with us in the mm. past, and they make really excellent you know, fried chicken and soul food. Mm. And then... Uh, there's Angeline Southern Bakery. We used to have a relationship where she would provide cookies for the tap room as snacks, but I think that it was uh, it wasn't working out for us. But you know, she makes really really wonderful sweets too. So I mean, that's that's just two of the spots, and then there's a lot of there's a lot of neat things if you go and dig. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that, man. Yeah, soul food. I'm in fried anything. Oh, yeah. Let's let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go fried right now. Chicken, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this whip beer a lot. Well, that's a good that's a good beer to start off with. I'll tell you that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it makes me want it to be summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you it is. Oh, unless it's snowing. <laughs> yeah, like, shorts and t-shirt weather still. Yeah, Warren is the piltdown man. He's right. just you, you find him in permafrost. <laughs> and he's just I'm just cool right yeah, now. Yeah, just chilling. Piltdown man, as in Whoa. the piltdown hoax. Whoa, that was a obscure reference. <laughs> Deep cuts, <laughs> man. I'm impressed. Deep yeah. cuts, Petros. That's what they used to call Whoa. me in butcher school. Those wow. those people used to call you. <laughs> well, you know when, when their paycheck stopped coming in, they stopped <laughs> calling me. That. Right. Uh, what's the second beer we got going on? Uh, this is oh yeah. So this is so we another one of our core beers. Most of the time we don't. Just is is that a dirty beers. word? By the way, core I'm just going to cut. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off with core beer because not people don't want to admit that they have a core lineup anymore. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, I th- I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I I, I agree. Now that you said it, I'm not going to taint <laughs> your your answer, but uh, go ahead and give your answer. I mean, the core beers for us, it's uh, we have our Holy Ghost Pilsner, we have our Irreverent Wit Beer, we have the Third Street Pale, and we have the uh, Third Circle Triple, and those are after after the IPA category. 
you know, those are our four highest volume movers. Wow. And it's... Um, Pilsner on there. That's amazing. Pilsner. I mean, the Pilsner, God hands bless. down, is my... Uh, it's the thing I'm most proud of uh, that comes out of the brewery. It's it's a really wonderful German-style Pilsner. Did you bring any? I wish I did. Oh, Actually, oh. No, it's in my You had one job. Oh. Wait, 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 Uh-oh. wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> focus, focus. That's Next right. You know. That's right. We're actually getting some. I think so. Oh. Well, this was supposed to go to his wife, but uh... it's true. <laughs> oh, oh wow. I forgot to tell you. She she called the the oh, she, hotline. She, she called the bar. Fine, and she's yeah. like, I don't want any we'll, of that. We'll, we'll shit. just do one. She can we'll split it with her. Oh yeah, we'll definitely try it on the next. But but uh, yeah. oh, there it is, right here. Pilsner, Warren. Perfect. Because it, Pilsners are honestly, they're like wit beers that nobody has them on. Nobody really makes them anymore. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they don't really make it very well. well There's a handful of people that make a good Pilsner. It's, it's a tough style to do. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough style to do. And people will say because it's there's nothing to hide behind there. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the Pilsner, there's very little hop character that you can add later down the line to mask any mistakes that happened. you got to be on point with your fermentation temperature. you got to be on point with your mash temperature to extract the right sugars. you got to be... Uh, Actually, those are the two biggest variables. Well, <laughs> That's it. But it's it's a pure it's a pure uh, space and time problem too. Yeah. it takes longer to ferment. It takes and a it long ties time to tank. make lagers. Right. Yeah. It, I think it's more it's it's harder on on like the accounting side really than the brewing side. Scheduling I think for side, a lot yeah. of people, yeah, because like you said. It ties up tank space, and, yeah. th- and that's fine, and I totally get it. No, it's worth it because the beers are just so, so great. Yeah. Right, and then as a, as a brewery, how do you figure out that schedule? How do you figure out that balance between, um, you know, pleasing the people who just want to turn through hazy beers versus the people who are looking for these styles and who want to appreciate it or maybe don't know about it and are really actually trying to learn instead of, well, here's the third IPA I've had in <laughs> two days that tastes like grapefruit and uh, mango. But right. it has a different name, so. But it has a different name, right? Yeah, uh, this one's a little lighter tan, (laughs) and the other one was was more of a medium tan, like a khaki. (laughs) So uh, let me check my my unfarted. This one's juicy. The other one was just hazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I think scheduling per that point. I think scheduling is one of the main jobs of our head brewer. Truly, okay. Uh, He and I work really closely on just trying to figure out when we can get certain beers out, and when we decided we brewed a pilsner for the first time maybe maybe a year ago and then it was this one and we loved it so much and we were like we're gonna brew it again just for us yes and then we decided that's why our core lineup really is what it is there's only four beers and we brew like 16 at a time um and it's because we like those mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we like those and they fill some holes and uh we're 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 fortunate enough to have some extra tank space so we tie it up with pilsner right Honestly, I (laughs) excuse me. I I I like hearing that because it makes me have faith and hopes and prayer. No, um, it it really. I I don't know why. There's something about when you hear that the 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 staff like drinking the certain beers, and that's why you're kind of making them. And other people, you know, drink them too. But for the most part, they're for you guys. I, I don't know. I don't know what is attractive about that to me, but I I appreciate it. I guess a little bit more. Like it's, I don't know, Warren, more like real. I guess or well, and then, I, you know. And then to hear that it's a top seller is encouraging because if they're done well, mm-hmm. they'll still sell. And then it's more just a matter of the the accountant 
making it work. <laughs> That's true. And then the, the consumer not wanting styles like that. That's true. Which gives me hope. Well, I read on the internet that, that none of their employees actually get a paycheck because oh. it's all the draws that when they drink the Pilsner, when they buy it, they just buy it. They're paid in Pilsner. Mm-hmm. And they, they come, they it comes out of their paycheck. So sometimes mm-hmm. they actually owe money that is, at the end of the month. That is oh, okay. about yeah. 93% accurate. Yes. See? Mm-hmm. There oh, wow. you go. Yeah, yeah. So I'm calling it 100% verified. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, what I'm doing with this. That's a rounding error, I think. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, hey, man, what are you going to do? We are in the uh, interview process for some jobs, and this has come up. Nice. So, uh, has it really? It's good for them to hear this. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, we're actually a cash-neutral place. <laughs> um <laughs> We got sidetracked. My fault. What is the second beer? <laughs> yeah, I'll introduce it, and then Carl can tell you some more basics. But okay. this is actually one of our core beers, uh, sort with of. With a twist. Yeah, with a twist. This is So we make a, a pale ale, which is another style that tends to rotate that we decided not to rotate. And this mm-hmm. is kind of a classic West Coast pale ale. And when I say that, I mean citra mosaic, so aggressively hopped. Yeah. Um, and we always have it on, but this one... We uh, picked up some new yeast, uh, this created yeast in a lab from Berkeley Brewing Science. Uh, it's one of those hop yeasts that's supposed to like hmm. bring some extra hop flavor. And uh, okay, yeah, Carl. Go ahead. So I'm not going to do justice to the explanation that I was given because it, uh, most of it was way over my head. Yeah. But what they do is they take the yeast and it's they start with uh, Calio Five, so the Chico strain, mm-hmm. which is you know. You know it as the backbone of American craft brewing. Mm-hmm. It's and then they uh, they treat it with enzymes that will trick the yeast into mutating and producing flavors and uh, phenols and esters mm. that emulate hop flavors. So this one, this what? is their yeah. I don't I don't it's fully crazy. understand it's how crazy. it works, but yeah. I'm not I'm not going to argue with the results because this is a fantastic beer. And you, did, it, you notice the difference? I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Okay. Really? You make the, the, the core beer all the time. Yeah. yeah. I wish we had brought it. We should have. Yeah. Really side should by have. Side. yeah. I mean, it, it it sort of sounds like this guy should just be wheeling a wagon across the across <laughs> the west. You know, yeah. flim flam. I don't know. You That's know what I mean? It, well, you know, we're one, we're the second brewery, to my knowledge, that's testing this particular strain they created. Okay. So you might start seeing it pop up a little bit more frequently. Yeah. Okay. Is this, um, is this a blend or is it a, actually repitchable? Yeast? It's a repitchable yeast. Mm-hmm. I see. Hmm. It's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's Berkeley Brewing Science Strain ninety three. Mm-hmm. Um, other other commercial breweries that have used it is uh, Fieldwork. That's actually where they do a lot of their. Uh, Testing through, they'll get a uh, mm. they'll get ward at knockout from field work and pitch it with O five mm. and uh, some of their strains and divvy the divvy that up and l- allow that to ferment in their lab mm. and uh, do their do their taste comparisons and mm. then uh, Almanac has actually done it. They've taken their love hazy IPA and used their I think it was their strain twenty seven, um, which is uh, higher flocking. So and they they called that one strange love. And <laughs> It was uh, it was uh, pretty interesting. Now, train, train twenty seven uh, versus this one, strain ninety three. Is twenty seven has a lot more piney characters to it, characteristics to it, a lot mm-hmm. more piney and grapefruit. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, we wanted. I thought this one were, would work great with the uh, just the base pale ale, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm I'm super happy with the results. It's kind of one of those fun gambles that really pays out. Well, it's quite cool because you know we're in a unique 
so I grew up on the East Coast, and my dad has a brewery in Maryland, and always and has for twenty years. Like a, and, a commercial brewery? Uh, it's a brew pub. Oh, okay. So it's it's fairly little. What's it called? It's called Franklin's. Franklin's. Go stop by. Yeah, Is his no. name Franklin? Uh, last name. Oh, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dad. Um, <laughs> but uh, but we're so fortunate to be in this area where we could actually, ostensibly, with this Berkeley yeast, we could make a beer with yeast made in Berkeley, uh, malt malted in uh, Alameda mm-hmm. at Admiral mm-hmm. Malting. Oh yeah, right. And then hops grown in the Livermore region, mm-hmm. and it could truly be a Bay Area beer. And that is that is something that most 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 places just can't. That's can't very even hard to do. Try, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I feel like the only people who can do this are like the farm breweries that you hear about, mm-hmm. but even then, only in smaller batches, because mm-hmm. obviously land out here is super expensive. Are they growing hops in Livermore now? Yeah, they sure really? are. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're not doing it. Oh, gosh, I'm going to shoo myself in the foot. I don't no, know. No, don't do that. There's no weapons allowed here, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have yeah. a hop farm, but. Uh, <laughs> but you could. Yeah, yeah. But there are, you know, there are some, like, cultivar. They're okay. a, a winery, um, and they do brew some beer, and they, hmm. yeah, they grow some of their own hops. You could do it, in other words. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you should do it. Contact yeah. him right now. I think we should. Let's too. call him right, right now. Yeah, get him on the phone. <laughs> Customer service line. It, it <laughs> used to be like if you look at the history of brewing in California, that you know the whole space, the whole region of like northern Sonoma County, from uh, from uh, north of Santa Rosa all the way up to Healdsburg, that used to be all hop country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's where mm-hmm. so much of the hops came from for all the all the American breweries pre prohibition and. Uh, now, now it's all grapes. Yeah, so. well, even uh, Pleasanton, which is now this is like the local show, but but Pleasanton had a huge hop yard. I mean, hop yard, the hop, hop yard, yard road. road. Yeah, yeah, that was in like World War II, I think they were growing hops out there. So we do kind of have that, you know, in our in our blood, especially San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, you guys are ground zero for for craft with Anchor and and you know a long history out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think I think you'll start to see some some more unique. I mean, we've all we've all enjoyed, and I say we all. Uh, so many of the local breweries have really enjoyed having uh, locally malted malt, really, you know. And and I think that that would only increase if if uh, yeast strains were available locally sourced as well. So it's it's only going to become more interesting, I would say. You think it's become more focused like that? Like breweries are serving their local community? You think the ingredient makers, like, do you think yeast will be that that focused? Yeah, It's possible. I mean, I think that the end consumer is getting more hip to the fact that beer is kind of a living thing even after it's packaged and that the the flavors that are put into the can will start to fade away. I mean that's that's our driving force between behind getting all of our cans out to the field as quickly as we can. Uh, I think that uh, that combined with breweries wanting to serve their local markets, I think that's kind of a. I think that's how our breweries of our size and smaller are kind of going to be. That's how they're going to stay afloat in the future is by really focusing yeah. on their local market. Yeah. Or. Tasty talking about this uh, pale ale, dude. It's good. You're the I pale like the ale guy. But it's definitely a West Coast. Well, it's, it's called what a uh, West Coast pale, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got that West Coast balance. It's obviously hop forward. Whereas an American pale ale would be much more malt forward. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys have done a great job on you know, getting it into its cubby and its name correctly. It's uh, really good. 
What's the ABV on the uh, on the pale? Five ish. Five. Yeah, I was gonna say it's in the low end. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had about three of them, and I'm still talking. (laughs) Still ready to go. I drank a whole pint uh, waiting for the show to start. It's really good and very very drinkable. But I did notice a lot of uh, pushback in terms of the. uh, and right. Really well, mm-hmm. interestingly, I mean, if you did, and now we're kicking ourselves not bringing our normal version, but uh, some of that really does come from that yeast. Uh, we talk about this a lot at our brewery because we do make a lot of Belgian-style beers, and those are very yeast. Uh, the stars are the yeast, mm-hmm. oftentimes. And so mm-hmm. we talk about how yeast affects beer um, flavor-wise and you know, most Americans are in tune to how hops change beer flavor. Yeah, um, yeah. But we think about yeast a lot, and this is a prime example of the only thing that's different is yeast. Yeah, right. And yet it actually gives a different hop profile. That's yeah. bizarre, man. So, Tasty, 5.5% on the low end for the pale ales now? I think you said it was 5, right? Like five, five and a half. Yeah, like I, I got your website oh, okay. up. What if I? What if five, I just six, what if five, I just wondering if, if things changed since I. Oh, I'm, I'm six, six months ago when I went out like, to a bar. No, <laughs> five and a half is the standard for. Well, how about this? What's the IBU on this, five, Carl? I think IBUs are just a made-up measurement. IBUs are somewhat of a sore spot. Well, it seems like, especially in this beer, where some of the enzymes. That's right. Yeah. Producing some of the hop character. Well, do, hard you, to measure. do you know, I recently was talking to someone who uh, owns a bottle shop, and he told me that someone walked into his bottle shop and said, hey, I'm looking for something in the range of about 86 to 93 IBUs. <laughs> like, where's Ashton Kutcher? I'm being punked yeah. right now. Is this a Tom Green episode? <laughs> yeah. Somebody do anything for him? I, you know, to be honest, I think he probably just gave him, uh, <laughs> gave him something that yeah. wasn't beer. He gave him a seventy-one point five. Right, right. right. Yeah. That's right. I hope he had a gas chromatograph and tested it, <laughs> and then came back to the store. Yeah, with like five on your side. <laughs> so I wanted. I'm calling you out. Yeah, you right. Here are the results right refund. here. You're a bad. You're a bad Ugh. dude. Uh, I, I like this beer. It, it does have um, an aggressive hop flavor. And aggressive. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, aggressive in a good way. Forceful. Yeah, but I want to say more than hot for because I don't think it's typically like a West Coast pale ale. Um, do you see what I'm saying, Tasty? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, well, yeah. Thank you, Amelia. See, I, Amelia I, I gets do. it. I, I, Amelia, get, thank you. I'm going to yeah. cut Tasty my, off. My, and Amelia <laughs> is now my second, my third chair. Well, to me, there's, yeah. there's Pale Ales and there's West Coast Pale Obviously, this beer could be somewhere in between two of those. Like, I want to mm. say it's a set, like a hoppy, like a session IPA, but I don't want to say that because I think session IPAs are kind of a weird word. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But this has the malt to bring it out of that territory and into a pale ale. And usually people try to do the West Coast pale ale, but it's like 6.5% and super bitter, and this is not that. So I really appreciate it. It's very, it's it's focused on that, like you were saying, I mean, the, like the kind of sort of stereotypical West Coast hot blend. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Thank you. Yeah. I, we are definitely high on our list next is to try, try this yeast with a, a different base beer, see yeah, kind of see what, what comes out of it. We did want to brew an IPA with it, and mm-hmm. I think that obviously that think, would lend itself pretty easily. I think easily. Brother Kevin is uh, brewed with this one. Uh, I think it is not. It's not? We tried, I think. 
I don't know. Oh, I don't man. know. I just sell the stuff. I, don't know. <laughs> I wasn't responsible for that one. Yeah. No. Oh, Carl just brews it. I just sell it. And That's right. Sell, yeah. So. Now that you're like, I don't know, man. I just look. I push buttons. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I turn valves. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this comes out. I drink it. It would be interesting to just kind of brew a bunch, even like low hop beers, yeah, totally. just to see how that would. Oh, yeah. Totally. Change. Do, think, do a Blondale yeah. series. Yeah. And then just swap out the different yeasts that that do these kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. Anything. I mean, like I said earlier, we were accustomed to thinking about yeast and what it does. And yeah. so I think uh, Jeff, our head brewer, is really, I mean, he's ugh, he's listening to this, so I don't want to give him a big head. But he's a talented guy. <laughs> I mean, he really, like. He's, but he's without Carl, he would be nothing, yeah, first of all. Can we just make this right. clear Carl right now? Carl comes first. Yes. And uh, Austin would kill me if I didn't shout him out, too. Yeah. But, uh, no, Jeff is very, very um uh, conservative when it comes to flavors and he doesn't like to like he will never over he will never overly hop something or overly mm-hmm. add spices which is why the wit beer is as kind of calm as it is yeah i feel um, like jeff and i have a very similar philosophy of less is more mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you want to know yeah. that the coriander is in the wit beer but you don't want the coriander to be the only flavor that you Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be yeah. known f- as the brewery who has that wit beer or that coriander wit beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so, and it's it's like even when we do our fruit beers, it's like, you know, he'll he'll pull a sample out and he he'll think he'll say, I think this is ready, and he'll show it taste. He'll taste me on it, and he say, What do you think? And I think, and I'll say, I think, I think don't do anything to it. I think it's perfect. I think ship it as is. And uh, it's, I'm not talking in the mic. Anyway. <laughs> now Amelia, you are, this is better. God damn, Amelia's yeah. hired. And then, I'll, and then I'll try Being it and great. I'll be like, but you know, none of the regular people will taste this mango. Mm-hmm. And then he has to add a little bit more. But he, but he's, he and Carl are kind of those super tasters mm. where they kind of get everything. And so yeah. they, they recently just did a, a barrel aged beer, uh, barrel aged, whiskey barrel aged Belgian yeah. triple. With Jesus, just well, actually, that alone, we, I'm trying to figure out. We brought one for you. We brought oh, one for you. But the, yeah. the one on this one has coffee in it, but the one I'm talking about has uh, it's a Mexican chocolate, so it's got chocolate, chili, and, and cinnamon. Okay, and we've never used cinnamon before because Jeff is, I swear, a super taster. Yeah, and so he freaks out when there, there's cinnamon, cinnamon in is a, beer. a very cinnamon is a very potent flavor. Yeah. So he'd a little put goes some, a long way. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He yeah. put some in the beer, and I'd be like, I do not taste <laughs> anything. And he's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's right. there. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, I always tell people, when if ever we do anything crazy, unless I've kind of strong-armed Jeff into adding more, yeah. uh, it's always it's always very balanced. So, great so approach. Great I appreciate fun. that. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. A quick little segue yeah. into what's going Shouts on for us Jeff. for Beer Week. Is uh, this Saturday is actually going to be? Is it this Saturday? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is going to be all of our barrel age releases. So we oh, had wow. a lot of we had a lot of different barrels. We had a lot seven. of uh, yeah. seven seven different barrels. We have some barrels from last year. We have our second gospel, which was our second anniversary beer, aged in whiskey barrels. Oh, that's eight. Never mind. Well, we did. <laughs> maybe it, maybe yeah. it, maybe no. We didn't pull the second gospel out yet. I don't know if we're going to do that one. So we, because we brew a lot of Belgian beers. We have so we, many goddamn barrels right now. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 fucking annoying is really what there it is. There we go. Because, oh. Now like, we're getting to it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting to it. are coming up. An hour 24 into it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, roll their sleeves up. Let's go. Listen, so, so again, so I do, do, do the run the sales program, and yeah. uh, 
it's common for the brewers to be annoyed at the salespeople because they always want more and more and more. Sure, yeah, And absolutely. we do. Of course we do. But, right. But then, then he comes out with seven different barrel-aged beers, and they're all like a gin barrel-aged Saison and a slow gin barrel-aged triple and a Aquavit barrel-aged triple. And oh, damn. They're very that sounds specific. good, actually. Those sound good. <laughs> they're sound really good. delicious, yeah. but they're yeah. not for your average bar, you know? So no. it's like... yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah. the upside to that for you guys is we only had one barrel of slow gin, one barrel of aquavit, and two barrels of gin. So each salesperson is only getting like maybe one sixth of Yeah, of I know. Each, we so. sold it. I know. I know you sold it. <laughs> I know, Carl. It's like, it's like, it's like you want a gin barrel aged beer? It's like everybody is like, yeah, I want it. And then it's like, it's, we, it's, it's us making your job easier. So. All right. Well, we'll just be glad we'll they see don't have a smaller container than a sixth. Right. I'm just sitting here, Bev, anytime you want to get the popcorn going. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This was an age-old battle. Age-old <laughs> battle. Well, if you want to, you have some in front of you. This yeah, is a... This is a what is this? Is, well, this well we have two, but we have a, a late oh, comer into, yeah, the, the, into so the thing. The late comer is a kettle sour. Kettle let's, sour. But since we're talking about the barrel age... Let's go barrel age. Yeah, let's do it. Right. So th- we make Third Circle Triple. That's one of our core beers. And uh, we threw some of those in some whiskey barrels. They were second-use whiskey barrels. Second-use, yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. Um, and then, and then at the end, we threw in. We work with Andy Town Coffee Roasters in the Sunset of uh, San Francisco. They're great friends of ours, and we threw in some cold brew. And so you you will get strong coffee, strong whiskey, mm-hmm. First and of all, then triple. Never tell me what I'm going to get. Amelia. All right. <laughs> if we're going to be friends, I get strong coffee, strong yes. whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me what you get, please. Uh, I I get yes, definitely coffee with a whiskey underneath. What kind of whiskey do we know? We know, but just so we're I can judge not you. Oh, you're not allowed to say. To say. Oh. Text me. Okay. Text me and, I, and I'll just then go. He'll read it aloud. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. I, you know what? I bet it is. I'll pretend to be a super fucking taster. Oh yeah. Which is different than Carl. You're good at pretending. Carl's a super taster. I'm a super fucking taster. Like I'll fucking taste anything. Okay. <laughs> you know what I think this is? I think it's. Four Trace Amigos. Mm, that's a whiskey. But as long as you didn't hear it from me, it's fine. Well, I definitely get the whiskey and the, and the coffee, but the, the Belgian character is just, I can't, it's way, way in the background there. Man, it's... I have trouble finding that. You know what it reminds me? It, it reminds me of a, a Saturday morning where you just pour whiskey into your coffee. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. you have a really good start to the day. Are those it often does, yeah. Saturdays for you? Yeah. And Sundays. That's and how Mondays. I look like this. I'm only 24 years old. This is how I look now <laughs> because I've been doing that the whole time. Sundays? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, honestly, it, 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 there's so much coffee flavor, but it's not overbearing and it's no, not like oppressive it. and it's not dominant, but it's, well, it's dominant, but it's not, it, it still like lets everything else kind of hang out. Right, and so you can taste things on either side, but I don't taste the cinnamon. Mm-mm. There's no cinnamon in this. This one, one. doesn't That's have cinnamon. Fucking, I told you, you I was a super, a super fucking, fucking taster. taster. Wow, right. you guys doubted the boy. Well, but great, fucking yeah, yeah. great fucking job. Yeah, great fucking job. Damn, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm no. hired. <laughs> uh, and now you're fired. Shit. We yeah. have this another. Sucks. <laughs> That's right. Well, we took a different barrel with with barrel aged uh, triple whiskey barrel aged triple and put okay. the the. Uh, you know, Mexican chocolate stuff in that. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I was about to say, you know what I get a lot is the chocolate. Hmm. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Not no, it's no, yeah. not at all. Um, you, <coughs> that's coffee. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, you know, the, uh, the coffee. Um, yeah. I, I think it does exactly what it says. And we talk about on the show a lot how you have 
and barrel-aged beers, but they should be beer first. And then everything else kind of comes after that. And that's what this does. It's yeah. not too, I mean, you know, you get a little of a little alcohol right on the back end, but I appreciate that. You have the beer. It seems like a very nice base beer. Coffee level. Bam. Everything is kind of right on point there. Yeah. You get you get all the, the, the it, special buzzwords, coffee yes. and barrel aged, but you still get the Belgian uh, underneath, which is nice. It's that, not just obliterated. That's how I want to, like, uh, review beers, quote unquote, or, like, give my comments. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, yeah. I, I, all the special words. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, it's, all, it's all the special words. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of buzzwords, this beer is called Laughing in Church. Okay. Uh, the laughing comes from Laughing Monk, but um, yeah. the church part, well, it also Because we hate religion, laughing. and we want it yeah, all monks, to know. Monks live at a church. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have we have fun with uh, with uh, our names. Uh, I'm like, Jewish, so I have no problem. So you don't give a shit. You're yeah, like, whatever. no problem naming. <laughs> it's actually quite fun for me. Yeah. We like, we like to play with the uh, religious iconography. <laughs> I think, well, I think yeah. you have to. Yeah. yeah. Spent a lot of time on Wikipedia just learning, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. The more you learn. For beer names. <laughs> That's right. What does uh, the name Laughing Monk uh, come from? Uh, this is a this is actually a good story told. There's there's three possible, two possible reasons. I don't oh, know that I'll be able to. Re, uh, <laughs> oh. I don't know that I'll be able to remember. It's the like third. a fucking choose or an adventure. Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we get to pick the best one. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna mm-hmm. pick the ending. He's okay. gonna, you know. uh, pick the best one. Story. One kind of dates back to um, when the monks were in charge of brewing and the uh, st- Cistercian monks that would go on to uh, create the Trappist orders would uh, fast, and when they were fasting, they would drink in order to keep their calories up so that they can make it through their day, through their daily tests. And, uh, you know, drinking on an empty stomach, you get really blasted really quick. Mm-hmm. And those beers so, were about 9%. In yeah. Them, so. Mm-hmm. And so they were they were really drunk and in a really great mood, and so they were la- they would laugh really hard. And so that's uh, that's that's one of the possible explanations. What do you think's monks think laugh be, at? Like, what do you think? More fighting, though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is a good a good joke? What would a monk consider like a knee slapper? Hmm. Oh, they tell jokes amongst themselves. Yeah, there's a good Twitter game. <laughs> what's a monk joke? What's a monk joke? Anyway, I'm sorry. I a monk joke. And then the other one today. is Go like uh, we. Uh, we do these super traditional styles. You tasted the wit beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're kind of tasting the Belgian triple, uh, hidden behind the uh, the coffee in the barrel. But uh, we don't take these styles too seriously. We don't really treat them as sacred. Uh, we we're not above fucking around with them and trying yeah. to improve them or trying to make them a little bit different. Right. So it's uh, one of our one of our early slogans was traditionally irreverent, and uh, that's kind of. That's I another like reason it. why uh, Laughing mm. Monk exists. Like, yes, okay. we, we're rooted in tradition, but we're having fun with it. Yeah. Nice. Don't, take your te- don't take yourselves too seriously. Exactly. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, I'll tell you what. We're going to take a break. We're going to drink some more beer after the break. But before we go to break, Warren, you have to know this. This I is can't something wait. you have to know. Can you tell me it, please? I, I will, but only in pig Latin. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me get my pig ears on. Reed gras. Fermentations, fa- I wish I, I don't know. Grog type? <laughs> uh, great fermentations. Great fermentations, that was my name. <laughs> yeah. Man, I remember like l- like learning or discovering, quote unquote, pig Latin in like middle school. Uh-huh. And then you think you're just super fucking cool <laughs> telling your parents to like eat your ass or whatever yeah. in pig Latin. And then you get hit real hard and then you wake up the next day and your nose is bleeding. And you get to rediscover pig Latin <laughs> for the first time. Uh, great Fermentations has the largest catalog of Blickman products. 
products on the web, and their staff is some of the best trained in the business in using Blickman products. They offer top-notch customer service, same-day shipping on many items. Check them out at greatfermentations.com. They're all over social media, of course, and that's what they want you to know. They want you to join them in the internet, plug in, tune in to Great Fermentations. They're at GR8 Fermentation on Instagram and Twitter and all sorts of stuff like that. Greatfermentations.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Like I said, we're going to be right back with Laughing Monk Brewing from San Francisco, California. This is the session. Uh, don't shave all your hair off, I guess. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Hey, this is Gabriel from Half Acre in Chicago. You're listening to The Session on the Brewing Network. Welcome back, everybody. Bev is panicking, pounding on the glass. You're coming Guys! back. On the, you're coming back. You didn't have your headphones on, and you were like chatting it up. So I was just making sure you were paying attention. We're trying all in be, the room, trying to be nice. Yeah. I think was we wanted to know how it would go thing. without knowing what we sounded like. Yeah. Fair. Can a guy just be nice? No. Yeah, it's not like no. you listen on headphones. Yeah. Um. Whatever. Warren. Also, I already had a mom. Look where she ended up. Okay. That's so inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, the Bahamas. She moved to the Bahamas. She told me she's going out for some Bahamian cigarettes. And Bahamian. She'll be back. That's, that's what you say. Bahamian? Someone from the Bahamas is Bahamian. You changed the emphasis? 
on, on yeah. the other syllable. Hmm. Yeah, it's ba- Bev Bahamans. Bahamian. It's Bahamian. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which now I also want a banh mi sandwich. Well, I think it's, so, <laughs> I think it's now Bahamian. Now I'm just really hungry and want it. skin cancer. So mm. <clears throat> that's what Bahamian is. Bahamian. Bahamas, dude. I've been there. I know all about it. Tommy's? Tommy Bahamas? <laughs> yes. I've been to all the Tommy Bahamas. It's my goal in life. Um, and I achieved it. 109 wow. Tommy Bahamas later. Uh, you know, you. your boy gets 10% off. <laughs> The, this weird segment is brought to you by Brewers Publications, the leading publisher of contemporary uh, and relevant brewing literature for today's craft brewers, home brewers, and beer enthusiasts, or enthusiasts. If you're there. If you're there. If you're from there. Brewers Publications started in 1986 with Greg Noonan's now classic book, Brewing Lager Beer, the most comprehensive book for home and microbreweries. That's the whole title. Today, there are nearly 50 publications, titles, print, and digital and a beer book to fit most needs. Whether you're just discovering beer or are a seasoned professional like Carl over here, Brewers Publications is the go-to choice for authors, brewers, and craft beer aficionados or aficionados. Hmm. Again, depending on how continental right. you want to get with it. I love Greg Nonan's book. <laughs> Grog Nunanen. Uh, uh, Nanu Nanu. Browse the complete catalog at brewerspublications.com. And that's a live read done, Warren. Yeah. That's what you call being a radio professional. Mm. You're alive and you can read. <laughs> yeah. Your brain communicates with the rest of your body. Congratulations. <laughs> Let me just write that off. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> at the break, we were talking about beer and we are going to drink some more beer now. Yes. What are we drinking, everybody? Uh, what are you in my the Laughing for? Monk team? Yeah, uh, we, uh, two different kinds. Uh, well, like I said, I'm in, for, I'm in the mood for a Bon Me sandwich. Now. It's been a while since <laughs> we've had, had a beer. Maybe that lager would be yeah, appropriate. Let's go yeah. Pilsner. Let's start with Pilsner. that Pilsner. It's going to get crazy right. after that. Cool. So I'm just going to guess that the Pilsner is the cloudy beer? No. Oh, damn. Yeah. Hell, I oh, mean, I got burned. I think it's the amber colored one. <laughs> <laughs> well, amber is the color of your energy. Yes. So, right. whoa. What? <laughs> Pills, I'm Thank sorry. you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually pulling a Chip Walton, but uh, you know, thanks for the it took, burn. It took years to get those songs out of the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that, actually. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. this is called the Holy Ghost. Uh, it's the Pilsner we always make. It's yeah, the Pilsner classic. we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's in it, Carl? Yeah, Carl. He's drinking it, sorry. It took us a minute to decide on what our base malt should be because that's kind of the most important part of it. But we Pilsner. Uh, uh, specifically <laughs> specifically Vireman malting Bohemian Pilsner. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh that, a little bit of wheat, uh some caram carapils and uh that's that's it for grain. Uh for hops we went pretty traditional. It's uh we use German tradition as uh, bittering and then tet uh for Tet for flavors and aroma, mm. and uh, it's it's kind of one of my one of my favorites. And you guys were talking um, at the break that this is specifically you, Emil. You were this is the beer that you sell the most. It is, yeah. In, I in can see why. In every region, mm-hmm. in God every damn. region, yeah. How many regions do you have? Uh, like two. I don't know. Uh, SF, more than two. Yeah. East, Coast, East Bay, uh, South Bay, North Bay, North Bay. Yeah, Damn. you know, generally and also just wow. like in house because yeah. we drink it. This <laughs> is this is exactly what it's an all day uh, drinking beer. Well, yeah, definitely, definitely. This is, uh, and because we do we do weird things to beer. We do 
because mm-hmm. to be current and whatnot, you 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 have to to an extent. And uh, it's that least, kind of podcast. You can talk about it if you want. Yeah, the weird stuff. We kind of hate it, we and we also kind of love it. It's yeah. a mixed bag. I love it. He hates it. Yeah. Whatever. Well, because he has to do it. <laughs> that's right. That's one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, this is one that we we all drink though, because when when the end of the day comes. What are you gonna drink? I mean, I know you guys can relate to this. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a pilsner, or it's gonna be something something that you know, something that one hundred percent, yeah, exactly. absolutely. So it's, it's gotta be good. You know, if we didn't like it, we would have changed the recipe. And I honestly, I don't think this recipe has changed since maybe the second time we brewed it, we tweaked it, but that's about it. I think that's it. I mean, I think the second time we brewed it was that tweak of uh, switching just regular pills to bow pills, and that was uh, that was all it took to get it to from pretty good to damn near perfect so and what what specifically changed the the base malt the, well, no, uh, right, from a flavor uh standpoint you got like, a lot more of that cereal quality to it mm-hmm. and you got a lot more of that grain flavor that it's uh not not so much dms but oh, it's no, hard to cereal, describe cereal, like cereal is the right word, yeah, yeah. Is the right word. because but bready yeah, bread, yeah. yeah yeah definitely because i i mean I, I will be honest i i'm not huge into most lagers but i prefer lagers that have more flavor to them than well you want some character yeah exactly. right i don't want to taste just like yeast character or a little bit of hop character Mm -hmm. or whatever the focus i think should be on the malt i mean there's obviously a high bitterness but i think so the malt should be there, and yeah. this is a fantastic. Yeah. It's a really, and what is it, 5-2, I think? Yeah, something like My that. My old aging corneas oh, can't gosh. We process need to, we need to make our, I, no, that's not your fault. Our font needs to be No, it's bare. genetics, 100%. I'm not <laughs> saying it's my fault, but, um, no, it, that's a good, that's a good beer. Yeah. Thank you. Right, Tasty? Yeah, well, thank nice. you. Yeah, a lot of body. Tasty's had five you? of them right now. <laughs> you like guys using can of that stuff. Yeah, well, if you want more, it's sold out. Sorry. <laughs> if you want more, fuck off. Yeah, right, yeah. Can't get, get it. it here. Yeah. Right. Carl's wife's not drinking it tonight. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, so mad when I get apologize home. for that. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Mrs. Carl. Yeah. Really sorry. Yeah, yeah no. Um, we are, that is something that, it's, it's actually been great because we are actively trying to keep it in stock. Um, and not quite able to. And part of the reason is because, you know, the small breweries just cannot takes produce longer. as much It takes lager. a long time to make. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. So so we're, we're, we're having a great time making that. Are you going to plan yeah. for it on the production side? Like throw a, a dedicated tank or increase your tank space a little bit? Or is it kind of just one of those things that maybe the... The, the lack of availability helps it I don't know Mm-mm. no I don't I don't think the lack of availability uh, the lack of availability helps this beer at all I think it's mm-hmm. uh, I mean as hard as we try to keep it in stock there's there's a minute there, there's a couple days where something unforeseen happens like sometimes we'll uh, we'll do the transfer into the bright and we'll put the biofine in line and we'll have the bright on but then the glycol will go d- go down and so the beer is sitting <laughs> in a bright not really crashing, in fact, kind of just above that crash temperature until we can get the glycol fixed. Or, you know, sometimes we, we're we not as on top of tracking our yeast generations as I think we should be. Okay. Uh, and it especially shows in this one, like, we'll let this, we'll use this yeast for, like, five or six generations, and then it won't, like, we'll look at it and we'll pull a sample off and we'll uh, look at it, and it's not quite as bright as it should be. It's not that super clear star bright that you that you hope for in a pilsner, but yeah. it's it's okay. And so we'll 
push it out, and we know that it'll continue to continue to crash in the uh, in the cold box in the keg, and uh, you know it still tastes right. And that's that's really when you break it down. That's what's most important about you know making a making a beer. Does it taste right? Sure. And um, yeah, you know it's uh, there's a few things about it that it's just it's uh, there's a little there's a little surprise with this particular beer with this particular style each time we make it. There's a little. There's a little something that just goes weird on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it sounds uh, like it. It's that sounds like running a brewery though. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I think that's the real secret to making anything is mm. like, you know, even if you are a bakery and you make the same recipe over and over again, yeah, I think anyone will tell you that. It's that's rolling not, with the that's stuff that goes, goes weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate <laughs> this beer yeah, a yeah. lot. It's very good, very cl- crisp, very clean, very refreshing. Yeah. Or crisp, as I was about to say. <laughs> but, it's know. that also. Well, you know, I'm very continental. Yeah. Clefreshing, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say that lagers are, are really dependent on the fermentation. Like a yeah. slight deviation in the fermentation profile, which could be the, like, you know, original temperature, mid, you know, something that changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, something that Carl screwed up. The gets cold or it, yeah. it, whatever. It's a hot, sunny day and things change. Yeah. Uh, those variations in a beer that doesn't have any place to you know, hide its flavors, you'll notice the, the variances. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the drinking public probably would notice it unless they're got it, you know, the, the same uh, beers, you know, side by side uh, for old batch and new batch. But, uh, it, and getting to to use the same yeast multiple times, you get generation. to even, you, yeah, you get to even taste each generational change too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had asked earlier actually if we dedicate a, a tank. We dedicate two at this point wow uh, because well partially because you know the fermentation process and then and then post fermentation is just a longer process and so yeah uh yeah we at, at any given time currently we have two tanks uh pilsner and, what size uh, tanks or, or are we talking five uh, gallons thir- 30, <laughs> yeah, five, five gallon tanks um, yeah, yeah uh and we sell out and it's a huge deal you know no wonder um, it's out all the time <laughs> uh yeah our our, our mash tons 15 our, our system's 15 but then okay. our, our fermentation is uh, 30. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> we, we, we usually have two 30-barrel batches of the Pilsner at any moment. And then you guys just tried from a can. So we did uh, – we have been canning this for, uh, geez, uh, a little under a year. But we're kind of pulling the trigger end of February to try and, like, consistently have it around. Uh, but we're – we're hesitant to like go ham on that because you know fermentation takes so long and and it's just uh it's scary to say that we're always going to have it and then we disappoint <laughs> yeah. don't you know you don't want to paint well, yourself into that corner yeah, exactly. when it is in cans and you have shelf space at every two outlets mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's right yeah and yep i from what i know you're, you're making more money on the cans than you would in an equivalent amount of draft beer i assume you know, so I, I feel like that's a fantastic question. So we do about the same. And the reason oh. we do about the same is because because we're so little, uh, everything that goes into making the canned beer oh, adds up. Are you guys using a mobile canning service? We were, but we are no longer. Oh. Mm. Carl, you want to talk about our new yeah, uh, machine? Yeah, we have, uh, we have the Wild Goose forehead filler. It's, um, it's pretty fantastic. Like, uh, when we... When we first started, uh, so Andrew, he his whole thing about starting Laughing Monk was, you know, he kind of fell in love with Belgian beers, and he wanted to have fresh Belgian beers on the West Coast. So he took his uh, 
saved all his capital, learned. He was a pretty avid home brewer. Okay. Uh, took all his capital, learned as much as he could about home brewing, and partnered up with a former friend of his whose uh, name I can no longer remember. Um, Aaron something. This Aaron. is Andrew Castile, by the way, the owner yeah. of Laughing Monk. All right. Sorry, man. So he uh, he built out the brewery, uh, hired hired Jeff a little bit later down the line. Uh, it was a little bit after the uh, partnership between Andrew and was it Aaron. Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, dissolved and uh, continued wanting to make these traditional Belgian styles. So that's that's where our triple comes from. We have a Belgian uh, double okay. that will pop in and out every now and then, but it's kind of a lower it's kind of a lower demand. Yeah, I could see that, yeah. I don't know that you've asked for it uh, frequently, Amelia. I think that Oh, it's, Christina, uh... do you want to jump in? <laughs> Ooh, there it is. Oh. Getting her on that microphone. No one else Let's go. Know the yeah. the, uh, our heart, we do make a Belgian double, mm-hmm. and that is called Evening Vespers, and it does very, very well in some regions and less well in others. Oh, yeah. are you saying that it does better in your regions than Christina's regions? Uh, the converse, other way around? actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. 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 So, uh, there we go. Christina loves that beer, and... Uh, we struggle. We, you know, it's 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 a great beer, and it's gotten really well. It's it's really well received. It's yeah. just that uh, it boils down to tank space. Exactly. Man. Well, here we were, we were trying. To, you were trying to get her on the microphone. Let's do this. Uh, Christina, do me a favor. Uh, how hard is it to sell a beer like a double when you don't really have? Uh, I feel like the, the the focus for the consumer is on hazy IPAs and what's IPA and what's alcoholic and what's super bitter and what's all this thing. How do you how do you go into a place and go? You know what you should have is the total opposite. So um, actually, at Laughing Monk, our beer really sells itself. Okay. Um, and so the hardest part is just getting the beer in front of the buyer, getting the beer in front of the customers. Um, and the Belgian Double is one of those beers that people don't always know the style; they're not always familiar. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those beers that's approachable. It's easy drinking. It's delicious. It has that nice kind of dried fruit, raisin characteristics that you look for in a Belgian. Um, but it's still lower ABV and it's approachable. Um, and it's a delicious beer. And so sometimes that's all it takes is just getting the style in front of the buyer, getting the style in front of the consumer. And if yeah. they're not familiar with it, that's okay as long as it's a good beer. Right. Um, and at Laughing Monk, it's our Belgian beers are delicious. And so all it takes is getting it in front of those people and um, that's all it takes, really. Um, IPA sells itself, but yeah. when <laughs> right. yeah. um, people order IPAs, but when you have a Belgian beer that's so well-balanced and so approachable, it, it just takes one time of yeah. someone trying it, and they're definitely huh. going to be a second okay. a second customer. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me. Good job. Good job. I'm gonna run away right. now. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna set this whole place on fire and never and just then lock the doors. There's better options than suicide. You're gonna be fine. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like Carrie, but different. You're gonna get burnt. She's um, the reason Carl was forced into this. So uh It's true. I mean <laughs> I dis- I disagreed until Amelia offered the ride, so that's right. Carl's yeah. like, I just wanna be home with my wife drinking Pilsner. It's true. And I mean that's what I all w- oh my God. <laughs> You know, actually this, this is a funny story. So we uh we have absolutely no idea how the other breweries around town name their IPAs uh these unique names every fucking week. Yeah, so, it, it, and it's like super like highbrow. We fucking like, gave up on that. Listen, shit. Yeah. this is unreal. We're pulling our hair out, okay, all the time. So 
If you ever see anything on the board that says brother blank or sister blank, like mm-hmm. we made his wife is named Katie, so we made a sister Catherine. Like we are cycling through this shit. We made our brewer's fiance's name is Georgia. We have a sister Georgia IPA. <laughs> we name IPAs the way they do hurricanes and tropical storms because we, we don't are go not creative at enough. Yeah. Like, I, I swear to God, I think everyone gets high and lists a bunch of... Uh, mm. I really oh, do. 100%. Really do. Not far from the truth. Yeah. No, I, 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 I say that with complete sincerity. You yeah. Know? I mean, and, and so for us, it's like, well, all right, we just pull out a baby book and then point a finger. Mm. Uh, so if you have any names that are particularly well, important to you. You know what a great, a very strong name? Oh, let me know. Is Jason. Oh. Jason. Is, is a great, oh, strong, oh. classical oh. Greek name. Like right. just it, it portrays strength Ooh. and oh. virility. Rippling so, muscles. Also so, super yeah. fucking tasting. So Jason, oh, yeah. I have to tell you, we already had a brother Jason and I'm a little upset you didn't know about this. Warren, however. Oh, great. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, thank you the Laughing Monk, um, Warren and the entire Laughing Monk crew just um, exploded, and they're no longer with us. Uh, and uh, same with Tasty. Here. No, you're not. You're not. Here. Nope. Nope. So thank you. Just kidding. Don't yeah. give Warren and beer. I'm really it's sorry. Stupid. But but that's a dumb uh, name. <laughs> Warren is like uh, I don't know, man. You you have a yeast generation that went one or two times too long. That would Warren. that's a Warren name. What it reminds me of is like one of the copies in Multiplicity. <laughs> like like, don't, like just the one that really likes pizza. Yeah, brother Warren. Like the hot, the half autistic one. That's Warren. Yeah. Where it's like ah, this should be a pilsner, but it tastes more like a wheat beer. Well, why? Know. It sounds. Cause it's like you're insulting our next IPA, and I feel a little. Oh shit! I don't know. What, oh I don't no! Know what to say. Wow! Yeah, brother Warren is very offended right now. I'm soon to a bar near you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not yeah. near me. It's gonna sell way better than brother Jason. <laughs> I can guarantee you that right now. Shit. We but, had a uh, we brother actually, Jason just water. So. You know, yeah. I, you know, brother Jason. Actually, we had a. Uh, this was at some point we will ha- always have a consistent like hazy IPA and a West Coast IPA because the market will support that. But currently, the yeah. market doesn't fully support that for us, and and so we had a uh, at Halloween time we had a brother Freddie and a brother Jason, and one was Got easy it. and one okay. was West Coast. Hell and yeah. It all made sense, right? You know, yeah. yeah. Were they one of them red beer? Was it red beer? No, it would have been, but See? you know what? You red know what, IPA. And a, you know what sells less than West Coast and a Roush IPAs? beer because he was burnt. Red IPAs. I know, dude. What oh, is? Yeah, well, yeah like Listen, there's maybe nope. two breweries mm-hmm. in the world that I think make them right now, yeah. and that's kind of it. Yeah, it's not People trendy. People are weird. It's no, it's not, not trendy. trendy at all, and I don't like that. Yeah. You know what I miss? Trendy kettle sour. Oh, we'll hey, you know we'll what we should there. do? Because right. only wanna... we had one of those to taste. Yeah. You know what I miss is 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 uh, brown ales. Ooh. Like as a thing, like like every time I go up to to Arnold, which is not very yeah. uh, snowshoe brown ale. Just give me the brown ale. Anytime I go anywhere, brown ale. Give me a brown ale. You know what? Uh, speaking of brown ales, uh, oh God, here it comes. <laughs> I don't even know what this means. I just found deep in my fridge yeah. a can of Civil Life's brown ale. We had them on the show Ooh. a couple of months ago. That brown ale tasted St. fantastic Louis. still. Really? St. Louis, yeah. right? Yeah, St. Louis. All right. Yeah. yeah, we, Carl and I were. She knows. You're not going to believe this. Damn. But Carl and I were talking about brown owls on our way here because we. I knew I liked you guys. We kind of, well, we I decided. Yeah. We decided that, like, so I drank a lot. Of, okay. 
because I grew up in a brewery, I could never drink bad beer. So I only <laughs> drank, like, it, no, it was terrible for my wallet. But uh, in college, even, I drank only craft beer. And I, gr- I went to college in the Midwest. And mm-hmm. so I drank uh, Big Sky Moose Rule there Brown you go. Ale. There we and go. And that was the one. And, yeah. and Carl was like, well, talk about the, the browns that I you I mean, drink. I, I kind of think that a good brown ale is a brown ale that I'll, I'll have two of. And mm-hmm. I've so far, I've only ever found two brown ales and uh you know the one the two that i love is uh made by anchors they're breckles brown and yeah. callicraft is good their, uh, oaktown brown right and they're both they're both good kind of old scout old school browns with uh i mean and they're they're just both good beers i don't know yeah. what you know what you know what beer i miss acme brown acme brown there you go i mean that I was think, a good ass beer i think you're all hitting the nail on the head which is mm. just that like it's the old school it's the old school breweries that'll make that style. Like, yeah. if, if any new school brown came about, it would have like chai spices in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, to be honest with you, that kind of sounds good. I wouldn't order it, but it sounds like a good idea. I'm sure someone's gonna do it. <clears throat> if a brown ale with chai spices? I mean, I mean, it's just that it's just that that's not that's not like a that's no. not a hot style, right? No, no, no. But I think you have to add chai to make it a hot style. Right, right. But but those of us that like. Well, I mean, I guess Carl and myself that that drink more beer than our salary permits, <laughs> uh, we drink that, right? Yeah. Because right. we're we get too much. So yeah, yeah. we're gonna look for the 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 true to style stuff. Absolutely, and, yeah. and that's Absolutely. why we drink it. And yeah. so we we kind of like think about what we think are the best. Uh, representations of that style, and and that's what it is. It's the old school stuff. So, I agree, and we talk about it on the show all the time. Probably too much is we're all old heads here, as far as mm-hmm. beer goes, and that's that's just part of it. Especially coming from a homebrewing background, yeah, you grew up on styles. Yeah, it's hard to separate yourself and and to see what they're doing, what the hipsters are doing to beer. It's um, yeah. it's, it's it's tough. But um, listen, they buy it, you know. I know, I know. As long as they pay for it, right? Right. Well, Carl just hit him with a hose. I, I imagine Carl's like a <laughs> like an old school gangster. Mm-hmm. Come you to know, Laughing Monk uh, if you yeah. want a great beer and to be sprayed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah, you owe a lot of money. We're going to have to put the hose on you. <laughs> There's no water here. I live on it in a desert. And then Carl just kicks the, the hut door in or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, what should we drink next? Please. Yes. Uh, let's do the let's do that kettle sour. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. Is our, uh, You guys make a kettle sour? We make several. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, wait, just, wait, wait. I'm making fun. Right. I'm just, no, no, no. This is great because fun. this is a great segue because right. that what we were talking about classic browns and how much we appreciate true beer, beer styles. Yeah. And now you're about to drink some true bullshit. <laughs> okay. like some actual. You know bullshit. what I love? Feces. Total, total opposite. Mm. Here it is. Mm. This right. this kettle sour has. This is like has all the buzzwords. It's got mango, pineapple, guava, <laughs> orange, lactose. Your SEO must and, be through the roof on the website. And coconut. All right, like oh, this Jesus. is absolutely everything. Wow. So uh, this is what we mean. But not when, cold brew or kombucha. Hmm. No, not yet. Interesting. Just wait. Okay. Just wait. Right. No kombucha in the brewery. Yeah, just wait. Um, I'm not allowing it. Hard, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 try and do as many styles as we can and and this is one of the ones that it's like you drink that and immediately you're like all right yep that's gonna sell out mm-hmm. and oh. you know what it has <laughs> yeah it already has mm. yeah and we have yeah we have a we wow. have an oyster stout uh well it's called mussels from brussels because <laughs> oh because uh, there's uh, muscles in it too. there are muscles yeah. in it yeah. Oh, yeah and uh we use a little belgian yeast and 
you know, that one sold really well, but it's not quite sold out. This one is this one was gone weeks ago. Yeah. And it hasn't even been released yet. So, so like, this yeah. is what people are asking for. But, so, so, so you have a, a I'm going to call it a problem, which is a beautiful problem to have. This beer sells out a lot, and the Pilsner sells out. Mm-hmm. How do you not just make more Pilsner? And I'm not obviously saying you're doing anything wrong, but just as a Pilsner fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Schumer already exists. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like... Can I just say I don't like Schumer beer? It's, yep. it's no, very, that's not it's a very controversial very floral, opinion. and yeah, 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 uh, I don't yeah. like it. It comes like in it. green glass. Who does they, that? Do they true. Draft is better than in bottles. I yeah. actually yeah. don't know. I, I don't um, know what their hot bill is. No, you can. You absolutely can. They're just propping the door open. I don't know. She's hungry. Nothing. Just kidding. Oh, she got yeah. herself food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's great. With my bon me, son. <laughs> well, you asked how come we don't. And, uh, well, I mean, tr- truth, truthfully, yeah. the reason is because we make a point of doing a lot of styles at once. And we just don't, like, we just don't do three hazy IPAs and then a Pilsner. Yeah, like, I mean, it, I guess that's the won't. logical answer. But it isn't. I don't think yeah. it is from a from a mm. money standpoint. Like, it actually isn't. If if we were just trying to sell out of all of our beer immediately, we would just do that. Yeah. But we would rather, we would rather, like, want to drink what we make. Sure. No, I, I mean, as far as, as far as your culture and what I can gather, your ethos... I'm oh, speaking Greek. Greek. I'm speaking yeah. Greek right now. Mm-hmm. Um, is to is to actually enjoy what the hell you're putting out. Yeah, I think so. And I, I think there are a lot of brewers out there and a lot of breweries who don't get to do that, yeah. which is a shame. I think that's true. Also, also this beer is really good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking delicious, man. It's, and I don't it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I've been yeah. drinking it off the your tank. Tiki bone. And you know the our actually our taproom manager. Um, He's he's not I wouldn't call him a purist but he okay. is a uh, he's a curmudgeon yeah he's a curmudgeon <laughs> and uh, I like him already he, he and Carl get along great yeah I imagine we do that's until hundred percent true yeah <laughs> until I throw away all the Chinese food and he gets sneezed on by a homeless person on the train and then he wants that Chinese food well that was that, a, that was a, that was an odd uh, <laughs> situation. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Carl's next beer should be word salad based on yep. that whole last. Yep, 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 yep. Um, it made sense to somebody. <laughs> uh, Sneezed on by a homeless person. That's a good beer name. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, not really it's accurate. Sorry, go um, ahead. So, I mean, frankly, like this is the type of beer that pisses a lot of people off, mm-hmm. which is because it 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 like doesn't actually taste like beer. No, no, this is one of those juice. Be- it, yeah, it, mm. it's a juice beer, and, and I, I'm one of those people mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like pissed I, off. Or yeah, you like it? no, I'm pissed off, and I like it. Okay, right, and then I'm also that pissed off it. that I like it, <laughs> right, and then yeah. I just I want to crawl into a black hole. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I want beer to taste like beer. Right, but at the same time, the the flavor combination. It, is very much appealing as well. Right. And now I, I'm like a, I don't know, self-hating beer right. guy. I don't uh, know. I'm sorry, but... Um, uh, I hate layers myself. Of hate. There's layers of yeah. hate that happen. Yeah, I, I, I hate myself, but already I've already scored it on untapped. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And right. you, five out you of five. asked me for another one. I get it. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I mean, <laughs> the way I kind of think about this is like, so our brewer Jeff, who we talked about, mm-hmm. um, who is too shy to come here, um, uh, he loves drinks of of 
basically any kind. So yeah. before, <laughs> sure. before he works in the beer industry, I got it. A hundred percent. So before we came here, we as a as a group went out for tiki drinks, mm-hmm. right? And and that's, where'd you go? Uh, Conti, yeah, can I plug it? Love Conti, I fucking love Conti. I was just there last week. I'll be there this week too. Perfect, yeah. So, (laughs) like, I mean, I used to go to Trader Vic's. I mean, it's a been. I went there two weeks ago. So, uh, (laughs) right. Well, I love Trader Vic's. Trader Vic's is great. Any other tiki bar? He's been there, (laughs) except for Bitten Island. Forbidden Island. I haven't been there yet. The conga Fuck. room that's on top of Knob Hill. You For everyone go. else, it's just called Island. It's Island. <laughs> For me, it's Forbidden Island. Yeah, Got it. it's 100% right. Forbidden. So, well, I mean, this is something that uh, we're, we're noticing as a trend in the whole brewing industry. We mm-hmm. would never claim this as our own. It's just like these flavors are coming around in sours very, very frequently. Yes. And yes. to beer purists, it's stupid. But to those of us that just want to drink something that tastes great, yeah. even if you're a beer person, it's fucking delicious. <laughs> yes. All right? It really so is. It's like, yes, one no. of those other flavors that are available, too. Yes. So it's oh, like, sorry. listen, I am a purist myself. Like, Carl, you love ESBs. All right, fine. But don't you also love a fucking pina colada? Mm-hmm. Yes. I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know you do. So we so we make this and 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 the the reality is that people are going to fucking and get mm-hmm. caught in the rain. And yeah. get caught in the rain. Yeah, and uh, making love at midnight and all those things. All the dumb shit yeah. and and getting blasted off cocaine is what That's I right. always say. Yeah. We love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, is it modeled after a specific drink? Because it does taste kind of pog juicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I think not to use that the was, J word. Wow, drop, drop no, that's actually knowledge. great. That's actually great because we did make a pog beer. P O G. We did make passion fruit orange guava, but we we uh, this one we thought we might make off a specific drink and then just threw whatever we had in the fridge. You want to hear something think, fucking crazy? Sorry, no. go ahead. You go ahead, no, Carl, with your crazy shit, and honestly, I'll go ahead. Honestly, this one, we just threw a bunch of bullshit in there, and it turned out great, and I'm happy mm-hmm. that it turned out good. All right, so you were just looking for the, the kind of the, the essence of a TV I mean, we wanted not, the yes. We wanted, yeah. a, uh, we wanted something that would... The customer would want a uh, tiki tiki head-shaped pint glass. Mm-hmm. They don't make those. Mm-hmm. We loved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should say this is a beer week exclusive beer, so we do beer make week kettle exclusive. sours. Okay. Yeah, we oh, okay. we make kettle sours like kind of on the regular, but not always. And then this one drops on Friday this week. Awesome. Yep. Are you are you guys using purees uh, or extracts? Uh, I had my fucking knowledge to drop, Warren. But anyway, know, continue with the interview. Sorry, we try I want to use knowledge from a guest, sorry. not you. We try to use as much 100% uh, pure Fuck. fruit as we can. Yeah. But uh, there's times where we find that it's necessary to, like, coconut flavor is not something you can get from actual coconut. It's it's just, uh, it's too intensive of a process, and we've tried mm-hmm. several times, and it's been successful, except the amount of loss that it created was made it very uh, unfeasible. Okay. So we, we actually fucked around with a bunch of different coconut purees, or not purees, but uh, coconut extracts. Yeah. So the only artificial, the only not real fruit flavor in there is is does come from the coconut, the coconut. and that comes from a 100% natural extract. So okay. We we try to keep all of our uh, all of our beers as real as possible. Like we we do try to really hard to avoid, you know, extracts and uh, artificial flavors. So if there's going to be bullshit in there, it's real bullshit. It's That's real. right. Yeah. I appreciate that somehow. You ready for my weird story? I can't wait. 
Remember Push? Push Eject. Yeah. Yes. A longtime friend of the show, did a lot of audio for us, good guy. Uh, his dad invented Pog Juice. What? Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, like his dad in, like invented Pog Juice. Like in the Southern Pacific. Yeah. Like in Hawaii. On Hawaii, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like in charge of marketing. Like he invented, he, he invented Pog Juice. Which part? The P, the O, the G? The, 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 the blend. The whole, like, the idea mm-hmm. of blending those three juices together and, and the marketing behind it and, like, that whole Branding thing. Branding Huh. What do you think of that? We're I mean, it's mainly more for, like, our listeners because you guys don't give a shit. You're like, who? We know some me. guy? I mean, yeah, I, th- I know some guy invented some thing. I get it. That's but. cool. I know, Bush. Pog. Interesting. Yeah. It's is weird, he, right? royalties? <clears throat> we no, did. I, so. I mean, truly, yeah, we well, did make a... <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, right? I, truly, we did make a Pog Sour. We even called it Pog. That well, sounds great. Other things. Yeah, it was I would great. totally drink it. I mean, and that's the... Because I really love tiki drinks, but I hate beer that doesn't taste like beer, but I don't hate this. I, I actually really enjoy this. Yeah, And I that's what you. I don't like about it. I, I do hear you. I, I want to buy this from someone in a trench coat. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's how like much or, I don't want to drink or it. Or at a tiki bar, not advertised as beer. That's true. Which <laughs> I do true. understand. Yeah. That's true. I do understand, and, and this is where I push for this shit, and Carl's like, let me hide in the fuck corner because yeah. he doesn't want to make it but like it's obvious that it it does well Carl doesn't like making things that people enjoy I get Correct. the idea yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like bring yeah. happiness 100%, true. No. 100%. Yeah. I gotta tell you when I ask like when whenever we have some sort of hole and we're like brewers what would you like to brew everything Carl says gets vetoed because it's like... <laughs> Poor Carl. I know. It's, God damn it's 100% it. true. But what it's would like, be your number one beer to, to oh, brew, Carl? Yeah. ESB is yeah. going to be up there. Yeah, thank like, you. Yeah. I see you guys do a mild on the, sell, on the website. Yeah, the, mm, no. the, the mild is actually pretty good. That's I a, love a good fun. mild, dude. The mild dude. is fun. God yeah. bless. I'm happy with that uh, one. Benedict Little Batch is what it's called. Oh, which hell yeah. Which is itself. Yeah. <laughs> really sure. Yeah. yeah. I so that was actually uh, God damn, I there's think layers. Mm-hmm. It was called a, a partigal. Uh, it so is we brewed our, yeah. mm-hmm. we brewed our uh, imperial stout that we immediately fermented and throw threw into barrels, and then we uh, took continued to sparge it and just kind of sparged it into a tank because we weren't going to do a uh, a second turn on the kettle that day. Yeah, uh, racked it all into the kettle and boiled it as if it was a uh, as if it was in any other beer and turned out pretty good. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, sounds good to me, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. yeah, I love I love that shit. You know what else I love? You know what other shit I love, Warren? What other shit do you love? Beersmith. Oh, that's good shit. That's good shit. You all know Beersmith is the best recipe building and brewing software on the market, and offers a 21 day free trial so you can check it out yourself. Well, now Beersmith just got better with the release of Beersmith three, or as the Spanish say. More than two, but less than four. Three. In addition to all the amazing features already in Beersmith, Beersmith 3, Beersmith 3, these guys are getting me drunk, dude, and uh, I don't like normally like drink a whole lot on these no, shows, but yeah. um, I can't I Too can't much of that tiki it. drink. Dude, mm, you got me going. Beersmith 3 offers support for mead, wine, and cider recipes for the first time ever. Water profile tool that is built into the recipe builder. You have mash, pH, estimation, and adjustment built into the recipe builder. New support for hop whirlpool additions, including time and temperature, revised databases, all sorts of shit. Uh, Go to Beersmith.com today. Get your 21-day free trial of Beersmith.com. Who doesn't like tools? Uh, Well, I know who does. It's Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That fucking guy. 
What the hell is his name? Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Tim Allen. Man, you ever you know the story behind Tim Allen? Just real fast. Uh, he was a guy who was born. He got busted uh, with like a shit ton of coke. Like he was a big Recently? time. Recently or no, or no, like years in, ago, like in, in his twenties. No, 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 in his twenties. Oh, really? He was a coke. He was a coke dealer. <laughs> And he wow. and he flipped on or his power user. he flipped on his source <laughs> right. Power user. He was a rat. He he cut a deal. Oh. And he ratted people out. And uh-huh. so like I just I don't know. Every time I hear that, uh, I always imagine him like in jail, like coming up. Because then after he got or out of jail, in jail, he he, be- put in jail. he became he became a comic. Or do you think? So he wasn't a comic beforehand, right? right. So he yeah. hung out in jail, and I just imagine him like coming up with his like and his old power tool persona, mm. just in in jail, waiting to get out because he flipped on his on his wow, plug, dude. Know. Maybe that's the sound what he made after just. Sucking up a big rail. You've <laughs> got it. Oh my gosh! Never mind. That's more. That's more like this. That's good. <laughs> Plug the nose so it doesn't fall out in your mustache. I don't know. Uh, what else are we? I'm sorry. What else are we drinking? We have one more beer, right? We do, to get through. We do. Let's I, get we through do. this. But you know what? Actually, these guys you're are going to hate us. Referencing something yeah. that no one else can see, which is that you're wearing a Toy Story shirt. Oh fuck! Pizza you Planet. Are. Wow. But the yeah. thing is, it's not obvious. It's just no. that you're wearing a Pizza Planet shirt. That's how hipster he is. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Underneath his flannel, he pulled off the flannel. First of to all, to reveal a Toy Story shirt. It's not flannel, Warren. <laughs> Flannel is not a it's pattern. Plaid. It's Dick, plaid, and, it's plaid. You know, I like Amelia much better than like you, Warren. I'm you. <laughs> First of all, it's 100% Al Godon, and I don't know. I don't know what that I've is. never heard of that. Oh, it's in Spanish. Hold that on. Oh, means cotton. Not flannel. <laughs> it's 100% cotton, or as the Spanish, Spanish say, Algodon. That's right. Yep, 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 that's right. As in, you know, I have, to get, I have to get ready for the show. I'll go don that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Jordan, Skyhook. <laughs> and the fired. crowd gets disappointed <laughs> for the win. Uh, what are we drinking, Amelia? So, uh, nothing. You're cut off. <laughs> The rest of us, the rest of us are drinking a, uh, you know, so, okay, all right, well, uh, a few years ago, we, we brewed a, a, a blonde ale that we put coffee from Andytown Coffee Roasters again, okay. and uh, uh, vanilla and some lactose into, and uh, with, with kind of the, the desire to make like a latte and a light beer. Yeah. And uh, it became... Something that we saw like around town, kind of after that. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what like, you're implying. We invented it there we go. Yes, yeah, exactly. there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah, Got that's okay it. to say. Well, I love it. This one is a, a barley wine version, so it's a 10 percent version of this, which is God why damn. you're looking at it. It looks wow. kind of amber in color, but uh, yeah, like was, Warren's energy. A hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> it was something that we needed to do to make the alcohol. And kind of go up, right? So yeah, this is right. this is a beer week exclusive that oh, man. really only the three of you mm-hmm. outside of our tap room will have tried for all of beer week this year. Wow, Bev doesn't get any. No, yeah, um, she's gonna have to hit us up. After so it's this. an imperial. Uh, what's it called? Yeah. It's called Imperial Coffee and Cream. So we call this beer in general coffee and cream, and sometimes it's on nitro. It's essentially just like an American blonde in base beer. Blonde right, barley wine. I've never yeah. heard of that either. Yeah, you want to talk us up, Carl? I yeah, mean, Carl. It's, it's an American uh, American blonde ale, cold brewed Andy Town coffee, 
Uh, we brew it with lactose. We uh, allow it to sit with some whole vanilla beans. And, uh, I mean, it's delicious, and I can't stop drinking it. Yeah, it's kind of frightening, actually. It's like a, it's like a latte that is kind of a, a doubly an so Irish coffee, and uh, there's a lot to approach. Yeah. That, that <clears throat> wow. I don't get the blind ale re- reference there. I mean, it's well, just, this is a barley wine. This barley is, wine. This, yeah. is the, this is the imperial version. So, so, what, oh, so it's based on a blonde. It's a blonde ale. Right. And this is imperial version. In, yeah. in, in general, this is a, a blonde ale, and in general, it's about a five percent beer. Well, I mean, and, there's no yeah. roast really. There's like not really heavy caramel malts or anything like that. That's it, right. It, it's it. it I, I mean, I, I could see it definitely. Mm-hmm. But as far th- as there's blonde a, barley wine, yeah, yeah, there's a lot to unpack with the flavors for for having it being a, a essentially a blonde base beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so so we ended up uh, we we canned uh, about four barrels of this beer exclusively for our tap room for beer week, and then and and frankly, the the regular coffee and cream has a following because we've been making mm-hmm. it for a few years and. Uh, uh, we did put some into barrels with the concept of making a barrel-aged beer that somewhat emulates a, a, an Irish coffee, which has a lot of SF roots. So well, yeah, it was invented in by the Buena, Buena Vista Buena Club. Vista. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's kind of the point. But uh, it tastes we, like it. Yeah, so, I'll give you that. Yeah, but the the barrel aged version will obviously have the whiskey component, and this yeah. one does not. This one is literally just a beefed up version of our blonde. And, and it already does have that flavor. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. That's really good. And so, what went really into the good. barrels is Jesus. this or the normal? It blonde? went into this. Yeah, this one. This okay, one. so the, bar, the the imperial went into the that's right. Barrel, that's right. We 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 actually have been barrel aging quite a bit of like fun stuff just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I shouldn't. Jeff would hate me for saying that, but no, he, that's right. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I Jeff mean, can come here first right? of all. That's yeah. what I said. Well, this but, um, was fun. Right. That's, what I said. that's right. Yes, yeah. thank you, Tasty. We're the governors of fun. Um, yeah, which is I agree. I agree. The alternate so name of the show. I got the feeling show. you don't knock out 30 barrels on these these bigger beers. This one was 15. Yeah. 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 So with this particular thing, I mean, it, it's we're pretty we're pretty confident at what we can do with with some with some barrels and some time. So we filled, what, four barrels of this? Yeah, it was four barrels. They were uh, fresh whiskey barrels, so, like, emptied of whiskey and then shipped to us, and then we filled it up. So there's going to be a strong whiskey component coming out of those barrels. I'm pretty excited about that because yeah. that's going to be, like, a straight Irish Irish coffee God damn. In, yeah. in a beer. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. You should serve it with like whipped cream on top, just yeah. to piss people off. I totally agree. In a coffee mug. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. Because it's not going to be a dark beer. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's something worth mentioning on air. Is like what you can't tell is that this is not a dark beer. No, no. it's it's it is like an amber ale or right. uh, ESB, maybe on the darker side of the style, but it's not. Sure. It's a twenty-one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something that throws people when we have the regular coffee and cream on. It's like, oh, I was expecting something dark. It's like, no. That's not no. what we made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were incorrect. Yeah, you, were, right. you were wrong. Yeah, yeah. dummy. <laughs> I wish you were smarter. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers go out to you. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a good beer. Are you going to do it again? I mean, I know it's a, a beer week exclusive, but it, it kind of seems like a waste to never, ever make this again. 
I so, won't say no to making this one ever This okay. is, All the right. reason it's exclusive go, is that it's imperial. We have made uh, the non-imperial version uh, multiple times. We've right. done it in nitro. We've right. done it in regular. We've done it in canned nitro, and that was pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Hmm. That was fun. I'm hearing some some whoops from the background. Uh, <laughs> Off yeah. mic whoops. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So this we don't know who that is though. I have no, no idea. It's just a random passerby. Um, yeah. but uh, but uh, <laughs> from from a a, a business perspective, I mean. Mm-hmm. We already talked about all the things that we try and stay like true to form to. So the Belgian beers that we try not to really exploit, we try and just do true to form. Yeah. And this one is just kind of a unique thing that we we started, I don't know, two almost three years ago actually. It's it was good. About two and a half the first time we made this beer, two and a half years ago. I think it was yeah, I think it was winter two thousand sixteen. It was before so- that actually. It was about September. It just started. Really, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's good stuff. Yeah. Everything was tasting great, guys. Everything was uh, was really good. Well, look, I appreciate you guys coming in. We're going to let you go and, and head up to the bar and drink some beers if you want. You don't have to. Do or you, you can want. stay. Yeah, that's fine. Laughing Monk Brewing. You go to laughingmonkbrewing.com to find out where they are. And you save your tap room. And people are welcome to come in and hang out and drink some beers. And Carl mm-hmm. won't spray you. Likely. Oh, maybe we'll, you know what? That should be part of the tour. It's five dollars extra. <laughs> yeah, like if requested. If requested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Yeah. I, I really want some. Please, somebody, go into the brewery and request Carl to spray them down. Please. <laughs> yeah. I need to hear this story. Uh, I want, actually I want happen. that to happen too. I want to spray somebody down. <laughs> He'll be ready. <laughs> Please spray me down. Well, Warren, that's nice of you to uh, offer yeah. that right now. Right, brother Warren. Drink a brother Warren and have Carl spray you down. Brother Warren, if that bear comes out, I swear, if if I don't see like a full tab of brother Warren IPAs, oh yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I mean, it's it's, just like, it has to be a clear West Coast IPA. Is that what Otherwise, you want? Yeah. Is that what you want? Okay. Yeah. Oh no, don't do that. No, if you're gonna if you're gonna take his name, you have to make it something that he will never talk to anybody about. Well, we are. I mean, the the reality is, we're making hazies. We're making West Coast. Yeah. The the whole point of our company is we make a lot of different things but we know we have to make hazy hazy and anything hoppy and mm-hmm. we make sure that it's good right yeah. so i could see a brother warren well sorry. you know what uh, sorry jason yeah no it's fine i mean have you ever had a a, a, a brother jp jp <laughs> and there oh, we go and then that way it's not gonna be as good and it's, not gonna, it's not, gonna, uh, not gonna be as good um, it'll be it'll be strong but anemic i have i have <laughs> one last plug that i'm getting from the background do it which let's is go this is uh next week is beer week and we have something absolutely crazy going on every single day at the brewery which mm-hmm. includes this this last uh imperial coffee and cream beer that you just tasted which is only available in the tap room that is it uh, and then we've got stuff uh, kind of everywhere, including the Hop Grenade in Whoa. Concord, Never California. heard of it, actually. And I think that's uh, a really uh, overly aggressive name. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. <laughs> have to find them somehow. If you guys yeah. want to see some of the uh, fun barrel aid stuff that we did oh. this next Saturday, the, uh, what is it, the second? second? Saturday the second is going to be our big barrel aged beer release party. Uh, so pop into the brewery. 
we're going to have all 10 of our barrel-aged beers that we pulled out of the barrels for Beer Week. They're going to be available. So. Wow. You know what? Actually, I'm going to be in for the for the first time in probably ye- in years for sure, but maybe two. I'll actually be in San Francisco on the 2nd. Not so going I'm, to any beer bars? No, I'm going to go to the Walt Disney Family Museum, <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, in the Presidio. Yeah, in the Presidio, yeah. So I will actually beer tasting probably yes. stop by. That's Sour- it. The Disney Museum is a good trip. I recommend it. It's dope. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. He's a member there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a client, <clears throat> which is weird. Uh, pure liquid yeast means better beers, which is not weird, Warren. No, but maybe for you because you don't really know how to. I've heard about better beers, <laughs> but I can't brew <laughs> right. for some reason. I don't know why I keep spitting. Uh, White Labs boasts the highest concentration of yeast in the industry thanks to their patented flex cell technology and pure pitch. Packaging. The yeast contained and delivered using these innovations are propagated in all grain wort, providing the perfect nutrients for growth and optimal performance. With White Labs Pure Liquid Yeast, your finished beers will meet the high-quality flavor profiles that you intend to produce. Discover the White Labs difference. Visit whitelabs.com slash yeastbank to find the perfect strain for your next beer. Here, Warren, I drew on that I for can, you. I can see that. And I signed it for draw? you. I drew Well, you oh. tell me. Oh, what do you see? Self-portrait. My uh, last name is Rorschach for a reason. So what yeah. is this? Uh, Self-portrait. All right. Laughing Monk Brewery, Amelia, Carl, Christina, thank you very much for coming thank you. in. Thank you. Bringing beers. Uh, I really appreciate it. Go to laughingmonkbrewery.com. If you're in the city, uh, if you come out here for a vacation or business or pleasure, whatever you guys want to do, definitely stop by. Beers are, are great. Yes. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, everybody, hang on. Stay tuned. We will be right back. We're going to do a smattering of beer news, two stores, and then uh, Warren's excellent Twitter game that he stole from me, stole my joke. So, well, it's better uh, this time around. Is it? We'll see. Do you know? What, anyway, I, can, I, I get Justin's going to come in and talk to me over the voiceover, so now I have to go. Oh. Uh, it's the Brewing Network. Hang on, and we'll be right back, and you should, too. <laughs> Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash and boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do all for under 300 bucks they also feature the mark ii work pump a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much as well as exclusive brewer's edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we are able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin 
a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heritage Beers near you, click on Find Some at HereticBrewing.com. This is Blake from Creature Covers. You're listening to The Session on The Brewing Network. All right, we're hugging and shaking hands and kissing babies in here. It's a good time. Yeah, I think I drank too much. See what happens when you don't put a song on? Yeah. We can't hang out, I guess. Bevo didn't tap on the glass like last time. How are we supposed <laughs> hey, to know? Hey, it's the thing. She's not pleased. She is not amused. <laughs> she is not amused. Wants to go home. Uh, but you know who is amused? Who? The Chamonix Creek Brewing. <laughs> Jeremy. Uh, they've been uh, brewing award-winning beers in Croydon, Pennsylvania, since 2012. Where'd my pen go? It's right, right there. Thank you very much. Uh, proud winners of four Philly Beer Scene Magazine Awards for Brewer of the Year and three for Brewery of the Year. Two-time GABF Vienna-style lager medal winner. Also, they won a bronze for their smoked lager in 2016 and 2017. You know, I messaged, I, I commented on Jeremy, who brews at the Champ Creek. Yes. Because he made a Grodzitski, and I fucking love oh, that style. Oh, I've been yeah. making that style. I'm responsible for him knowing about it. I'm going to say that right, right now, even yeah. though it's totally untrue. I don't care. Right. You I'm get saying. A you you get told it. the Polish how to make it. I'm pretty sure. Well, but you know, but look, anyways. And uh, so I commented, like, dude, I fuck, I love that style. And he's like, oh, yeah, hey, man, I have like beer sitting on my desk for you for like six weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, I appreciate that, but also, how do I... What do you have, a self-addressed stamped envelope? What are you looking for? <laughs> well, how do I tell you to, like, give me fresher beer than them? Is your desk I'm refrigerated? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you worked in the cooler. Yeah. No, I'm just giving Jeremy shit. I like him. Uh, they have a big-ass tap room. Big old onion booty make the world cry. Mm-hmm. Tap room. With 24 beers on tap, 18 rotating, seasonal limited variety of styles. If you can't make it to Croydon, hit up their second location in Jenkintown called the Borough Brew House, which features a full menu, 22 beers on tap with guest taps, meateries, cideries, uh, uh, breweries, things, a whole bunch of shit. Nishamonycreekbrewing.com. Doing it all. All right, we're going to do a little bit of beer news. You should go there. Dude, I really do want to go there. He, they, Maybe he, when we all go to Providence for like, Audi's. Oh, I'm not doing that shit, dude. You're not doing fuck, that? fuck no. Who goes to Just Rhode take Island? More drugs. No, I just, I just, I, there's no way I can do it because if I, if I go, Taryn has to take a week off of work oh, to watch yeah. the kid, and uh, I just, I can't, like, I can't do it. Bring Alice. No. <laughs> No. <clears throat> if I'm going to go anywhere for longer than five hours on an airplane with my kid, it's to Hawaii. <laughs> it's uh, not okay. going to be to Providence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I really do want to go. I, I think it'll be deal in there. Yeah. I think it'll be cool, but I just, I, we just literally can't. No, because yeah. also, if I go, I it's that. like, it, I want to go like Monday night through like the next Monday. It's oh, yeah, just, it's well. too much. Yeah, 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 it's too much. So, uh, but maybe next year, wherever it is, we don't know. I guess right. The NHC, we're talking about. Well, anyway, I'm not an insider though, so maybe uh, somebody <laughs> well, else might know that can tell me. No, you're drinking mm. beer. You're not an insider, T- uh, Taryn. I almost called you Taryn. Wow. Well, you're getting your uh, names all mixed up here. Well, I'm getting my very beautiful young ladies mixed up. <laughs> I think it's this uh, barley wine, coffee barley wine. So, uh, 
It really is. I need to like yeah. move it away. And I mean, I have this other uh, Belgian pills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Flavor in the brownie one. Um, from I don't know some brewery, whatever it is. Browdery. Yeah, yeah. Like you really, you need how many extra letters do you need? You can't yeah. just say brewery. Yeah. Continental there, Belgium. dickheads. Uh, anyway, I drank like two drinks out of it because I was drinking the Laughing Monk beers. Yeah. So that sucks. Because I have all this beer, and I, but I got to dry. Now your pilsner's warm. Now your pilsner's warm. All right, let's do beer news. Beer news is brought to you today by Pico Brew. Fine folks at Pico Brew. Eventually, Warren and I are going to get our Pico still. But you know what's going to be great is I hope uh, I just get, uh, I, I keep it forever. <laughs> well, you probably will. That's and true. you'll tell me all about it. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but go to PicoBrew.com. Look, man, if you want some help in your brewing or if you're one of those people who are struggling in an apartment and you're trying to do, like, partial mash and you want to whatever, PicoBrew has a solution for you. The Z is out there. Uh, they have a whole bunch of – a whole range of products for you to help you brew all-grain beer, smaller batches, Consistently, yeah. Which, when you're brewing on that kind of level, that small level, excruciatingly hard. Oh yeah, and messy. In yeah, a small space. It's tough. Yeah. So stop punishing yourself and stop punishing your family. Because if you're anything like me and you get frustrated, what do you do? Go find out where your wife is. You take it out on your family. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reasonable response. Yeah. I mean, you know, when, look. Whenever I'm brewing, uh, Taryn has to put Alice in one of those like bear-proof like suits. <laughs> I just kick the shit out of her. Like, I kick her up and down the stairs. Oh, like, yeah. And it doesn't matter because yeah. she's protected. She laughs. laughs. She actually laughs. She laughs, right. The first time she laughed was inside the bear suit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's more of a... I mean, I don't know if you call it a laugh, really. It's more of like a scream. Well... But it's a fun scream. Yeah. I can tell she's having fun. <laughs> she comes out smiling. I know Bev's not listening to the show at all. You wouldn't kick his heart. (laughs) I can always tell when Bev's not listening because she doesn't react to my my quote jokes about abusing my family. No, no, I heard you kicking up and down. Yeah, no, I was paying attention. I just I'm sitting here internally, just like, well, should I care more than I do? (laughs) Uh, How many jokes have to be made before I actually start to? Pay attention. Um, Forty-nine, I think we're up to. So, so at least fifty. So we're close. What are we eating for dinner, Bev? Bev already had dinner. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are eating. I'm done. <laughs> That's true. I had fucking bond me. Oh, the clothes out now. The yeah. so you know, oh. I don't know. Good night, guys. Probably tacos. <sighs> Whatever. Order your own food. I might, and you know what? I would do a better job. <sighs> Fine. Why not Indian food, homie? Because Indian food's a pain in the ass because they never get it done on time. I have to walk my ass way down there to get it. It's cold. Concord is scary. Somebody got stabbed in the park today. Really? Hard pass. I got here and somebody was getting like violently arrested in the parking lot. Uh, No. The Indian restaurant is maybe a hundred feet farther than the taco place. It's literally half a block. And and walking to the the taco place makes me uncomfortable, so... Where are you comfortable? Most comfortable? <laughs> my couch. In church. This glass room. <laughs> in my bathtub, soaking in vinegar. In my on my couch <laughs> with a face mask on, living my best life. A face uh, mask. CPAP machine is not face mask. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Watching my Downton Abbey. Yeah. I started watching Victoria. 
I don't know what that is. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's fine. It's on Masterpiece Theater. I think it's that movie with uh, Dudley Moore when he he's trans. He becomes trans. I think that's Victoria. Oh, okay. Uh, Fuller's announces, <clears throat> the great British brewery, of course, that it has entered into an agreement for the sale of its entire beer business to Asahi Europe. Mm, the great Japanese brewery. Yes, a wholly owned subsidiary of Asahi Group Holdings for an enterprise value of 250 million pounds. <laughs> which was, what, probably $300 million? Sure. Ten or something. Something like that. That on seems a, small. On a, it does, right? On a debt-free, cash-free basis. I don't know what that means. The business being sold compromises the entirety of Fuller's beer, cider, and soft drinks. Brewing and production, wine wholesaling, as well as the distribution thereof. Also includes the Griffin Brewery, Cornish Orchards, Dark Star Brewing, and Nectar Imports. That seems like a boatload of like brands got, for a smaller they deal, they right? That much in hardware, right. and then brand, those brands are worth like that much or more. I mean, oh. I, I think so, and and but maybe the bulk of their distribution doesn't really care anymore about English style beers. But I, I have a hard time believing that there's not room for those heirloom. You know, yeah, brands, for right? A long time. God, maybe, maybe all the new craft guys over in the UK are, are putting the hurt on people like Fuller's. So yeah, not worth I mean, as much well, I'm sure they're, they're feeling the effects of the rotating tap, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's I, a lot of the breweries I know there, you know, have like you know, 20 different beers every month, you know. And, yeah, and I'm sure that's giving uh, Fuller's a little bit of a problem for sure. And that's the same company that bought Anchor, right? Asahi? Yeah. Is is that who got Anchor? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I think you might that be That was a different beer right. segment. I, I'm right. Probably, that, that I only have, have a 24-hour yeah. memory. Oh, okay. Don't ask me tomorrow. I want to know what we did today. <laughs> 24-hour news cycle is great for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> all uh, news to me. <laughs> right. Hit that CBD, bro. Let's go. Uh, Sapporo. Oh, Sapporo. Got yeah. Anchor. Oh, okay. Close. Different one. Yeah. They're coming back, dude. Sort of a... Yeah, that seems like a low price. Hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. It really does, right? I also can more than hmm. uh, Following completion of the proposed disposal, excuse me, Fuller's will be a focused premium pub and hotel operator. Wait, what? They're they're hotel? they're pivoting to hotels, which I guess makes maybe more sense in a tourist, you know, destination. Excuse me, what the fuck's wrong with me? Is that what the new ownership is making them pivot, or is that what the existing ownership is is? It sounds Their like Fuller's will be focused premium pub and hotel operator yeah, pursuing its previously <laughs> stated strategy of running a stylish, high-quality estate with well-located, well-invested, predominantly freehold sites. This is from the Fuller's website, so uh, they're oh, using okay. like proper English, and I don't know what the fuck they're talking mm. about. Uh, if, they don't, if there's not a curse word every five sentences, I don't know what to do with it. Uh, that are maintained to the high standards and customers have come to expect. Fuller's will form a strategic alliance with Asahi that will ensure continued access to the high-quality premium beer brands Fuller's is already brewed. Hmm. I mean, if you get a cask in your hotel room, that's not yeah. a bad deal. I, I, I could be down with that. Dude, can you imagine? Like, if you're staying for a week, you can just order a cask a in your cask. room. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Room service with a cask, please. Yeah. That would be dope. I'd never leave. <clears throat> well, that might My have to room, keep you anyway. up. Right. Uh, this is a good story making the rounds. An ex-advocate for city's uh, beer industry accused of embezzlement. This is from Asheville, North Carolina. A former advocate for the beer industry in the North Carolina city is accused of defrauding her previous employer. News outlets report authorities said 42-year-old Kendra Pendlin Turner 
former executive director of the Asheville Brewers Alliance, which sounds, you know, like it has some weight Just to it. The local guild, maybe? Uh, has been charged with embezzlement and financial card fraud. While Buncombe County, Buncombe, imagine Buncombe. you live in Buncombe County. <laughs> You're like the mm. governor. Do, uh, what, 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 what's the controller for a county? Is it a, a governor? Comptroller. Comptroller. Buncombe County. Buncombe County Sheriff. That's, that's got to be named after somebody. Can you imagine Mr. Buncombe? <laughs> Buncombe. <laughs> uh, court records don't indicate how much he's accused of taking. Financial call fraud is a felony charge at $500. So um, if she stole more than $500, it's a felony. But they don't know yet if it's a felony? I guess not. Uh, an incident report shows the Alliance reported an embezzlement in August to the Asheville Police Department. And that's all. That's all we know right now. All right. But, huh. I mean, and Kendra's I, name. Yeah, I would imagine that it's more than $500 because it, like a $400 level, like the second, you just fire. The second thing was a $500 thing. The first one was yes. pure embezzlement. Right. I think that's probably, you know, the value of the $50,000, whatever she stole. I'm just guessing at a number. Yeah. I assume the guild accumulated some cash, and uh, she couldn't resist. You know, she goes like, hmm. "Man, I should like to buy a new car." Yeah. Money just sitting there going to waste. Is it because like, they got that wicked weed money? There's money to actually steal from brewers. <laughs> Maybe. It's, but you're not. You're probably not far off, man. She couldn't resist. It's like sitting uh, next to uh, me at a bar. I just couldn't resist. I, I need this Tesla. Yeah. To get to my brewer exactly. meetings. Oh, dude. Yeah. I need a fucking Tesla to get to my Wait, brewer right. meetings. <laughs> you should start a guild. I should buy it. I should start a. You're right. I should start a guild. <laughs> Do they make money? I mean, I guess you got to pay into it. Doesn't what they make. The hard so much part, you can steal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. The hard part's convincing brewers that they need a guild. The hard part is convincing brewers then, that I won't do anything, but I still demand their money. <laughs> That's what I want. Yes. That's a job I want. Once, you, once you've done the convincing. Correct. You just want to take the money. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Bro, I don't even want to do the convincing. <laughs> I just want it to just exist in, in reality. Speaking of scamming people, this is a really good story that I think just kind of broke recently. Um, I got it from KentuckySportsRadio.com. That was the first place I saw it, too. I think that's the first place that guys, broke it. What are you getting this? This guy, hey. this is where you camp out? I don't, I don't know anything <laughs> yeah. about Warriors sports, but I am up You're to up date on the Kentucky, Kentucky shit. Bro, <laughs> Kentucky has the purest form of triple-A murder ball ever. Like, I fucking love it so much. Oh, I didn't know. I, I'm yeah, bad. you're missing out. Yeah, well, you know what, Tasty? If you don't know, now you know. Do they butt kiss? Do they have a podcast? <laughs> oh. They might. Same difference. They might do that They might also, also butt kiss, yeah. too. It's a, long at, it's a long story, so Google it if you haven't seen it online yet. But oh, so it, we're done with this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. basically. Go to Kentucky sports. <laughs> yeah. Basically, all beer news is going to be is me reading URLs yeah. from now on. <laughs> Here are interesting reads. <laughs> but it's this entire, uh, you know, I, I, I guess like investigative journalist take on... Some dude called, oh, what the fuck is his name? Stephen, was it? Yeah, it's Stephen something. Uh, Stephen Foster. Foster. And uh, he primarily did business in like Kentucky, but the South and also Florida and even uh, South Africa. But he would get jobs in beer industry uh, by conning. So he would, he, yeah, yeah. So he would, he would approach a, a brewery that's just opening or starting to open and be like, hey, I went to school in Weinstefan. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. I can help you. And so they hire him. Mm-hmm. Don't really do any background checks because, you know, these are probably accountants or whatever or like blue collar folks 
who have little money and they go, what are they going to do, right? Yeah, right. Like farm farm breweries. So there's farmers opening up a brewery on their on their land. Yeah. So there's like, yeah, sure, come in. Welders, like people don't know anything, you know. Real pure dummy. No, I'm salt of the earth. Right, <laughs> and you know, and then so he convinces them that that they need a bunch of equipment that they don't, or that he knows how to make beer and he doesn't. And so what ends up happening is he has like bottle bombs and sour mm. beers and all this kind of shit. Right, breaks the canning line. He fakes it. Yeah, and yeah. then apparently he leaves. Right. He like takes just his family. Night, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. and takes his family and just fucking bails. After what a couple of checks, did you leave with the, the I think so extra equipment that he oh, ordered. God damn it! I touched the thing. I touched the microphone cover again of my face with your tongue. Ugh! Kill it with alcohol. Maybe you shouldn't spit on it so much, and then it wouldn't be gross. Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's oh, having a moment. Freaks me out, man. Everywhere Justin it. and Scott's mouth has been, your <laughs> mouth right. has been. God damn it. Just imagine, Taylor. Just Don't imagine forget. Taylor's mustache rubbing oh, up all Oh, and it. Taylor. Drilling it out. drilling out his teeth. In my salt's all. <laughs> Um. Anyway, so that so all that's right. that's they, they what happened. The road, they're gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, here here's part of it. Uh, there's a brewery called St. Arnulf, which is great. Um, I don't know where it is necessarily, but uh, in September of 2018, so it's very recent, Foster began working on a tap room at, for St. Arnulf, and it took form of an outdoor beer garden on the Olive, Oliver property, which is the owner of the brewery. One day, uh, weeks later, Foster asked his assistant to meet him at 9 a.m. the next morning to brew. Foster never came back. <laughs> he packed up and, le- and right. left. Left his tools where he was building the the tap room or the the, the outdoor bar. Just left all his shit. Wow. People went to his house and they were like, "It looked like he had six hours to pack." He had like ninety percent of his belongings, and that was it. He left clothes. He left a bunch of. St- he just left. Well, yeah, whole family's gone. Huh. It's crazy. There's, and there's He's actually been more than once. Yeah, there's been. Uh, I think ProBrewer or some online oh. uh, forum where in one of his previous jobs mm-hmm. down in Florida or somewhere uh, that pe- brewery owners were complaining about a guy. And someone even made a comment, I hope it's not, not Stephen Foster. And yeah. they're like, oh, well, actually it is. <laughs> and then he just disappears and ends up at this latest place. Wow. So if, if you ever uh, get reproached by a guy named Stephen Foster... <laughs> well, I like Don't to find out where he's coming from. Is he really trying to pretend he is somebody, or he's just having fun fucking people over? I, I don't know. He, he gets a few checks. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's generally he's there for about a year. So oh, okay. in that St. Arnold uh, brewery, he was there. Uh, he was hired in August 2017, okay. I think. And then he left in September 2018. Gotcha. Probably just long enough for the owners to figure out that all of the complaints and shit that's happening yeah. is his fault. Well, and so and then he goes yeah, the bottom. So here's yeah. here's here's more of that story. In early 2017, Foster approached the Olivers, uh, Brandon Olivers, one of the owners, uh, the owners of something called Blackhawk Farms, with a business proposal. He was a brewer and he needed a brewery. Foster mentioned that he moved back to his childhood home of Kentucky after brewing in Florida. He wanted his two kids and wife to experience Kentucky how he had. 
Bro, at that point, just fucking watch Justified. Uh, you know, come on. Uh, Foster had a plan. He asked for two hundred and uh, no, excuse me, twenty five thousand dollars in startup funds to start brewing beer in the Oliver Farm uh, grain bin, whatever that means. That's a good signing bonus. He would split beer sales fifty fifty with the owners. In August 2017, St. Arnold Alery LLC was incorporated. Soon after, the farm refit the grain bin. Brewing equipment was purchased and installed. Beer was being made and distributed, and consumers were purchasing and complaining. <laughs> Brandon Oliver, of course, who hired him, says uh, his quote for his opinion on Foster was, uh, quote, intelligent, smooth, and he would talk down to others. But what he was doing was ass stupid. Direct quote. <laughs> Hyphenated, ass stupid. Hmm. Oliver's opinion of Foster was that he wasn't really inept at handling equipment of any kind. Uh, apparently, then he was asking for more investors. He reportedly wanted to expand the business into Florida and additional states. He asked, uh, he and Arnold's beer rep would take samples to Tampa and St. Augustine, Florida, meeting with distributors and craft beer bloggers, if that's still a thing. During this time, the beer rep admits that Foster didn't always pay her the amount promised, and sometimes he would pay her with funds, as Foster told her, via his old bearer bonds instead of through the company's normal payroll system. So, what it, is that? Right. What? Red flag, number nine. <laughs> and so it sounds like he was like going out of state, trying to get funds to invest in a brewery he didn't own. And nobody else knew about the, yeah, he the was proposed just expansion. For the investment to you know, right. accumulate capital and then hit the streets. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, dude. Uh, in February 2014, Foster helped Knoxville Sawworks get investors for expansion projects and canning lines. Right away, it seemed excessive. They said uh, Palmer. Um, who helped own the thing, says that uh, we returned $250,000 worth of brewing equipment that Stephen requested just because we didn't need it. Wow. Foster and a couple other brewers began making beer at Sawworks. Foster started a job at South College's professional brewing science program, and it became evident that he could help with the new business at Sawworks. In a matter of months, he and Palmer wanted to open up a second bar and brewery in Savierville. Sevierville, Tennessee, whatever. Uh, investors were again secured, and a plan for a new business was coming together. Foster proved to be a great salesman, except the quality of beer went to shit, Palmer says. <laughs> Despite Foster's insistence on over-sanitizing and cleanliness, batches at Sawworks were consistently infected or bad. Quote, the product was not good. Foster played it off at his assistant's fault, but Palmer suspected. Otherwise, the other brewers had been there before Foster's arrival. He was the only variable. The beer got worse. Distributors threatened to leave. (laughs) Around Christmas of 14, he disappeared. (laughs) In March 15, he, he popped up in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, he headed up a project. It's just, it's just, this is like consistent. And so they kind of track the timeline for this dude. And from pre-2007, he said he was in Germany at Weinstefan. He was not. He just went to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine breweries since 2007 to 2018. Wow. Anyway, <clears throat> crazy ass story, dude. That guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, he's spreading uh, yeah, bad news everywhere he went. Wow. What a dick, because you're targeting small 
people who are literally investing their life savings yeah, and you're ripping out. them off or maybe not even ripping them off, but you're taking a paycheck from them, which I guess you're, but then you're over ordering cause you don't know what the fuck you're doing <laughs> and you're making right. them spend a bunch of money right. when they don't need to. And then you're tanking their product and then you just bail. Yeah. What an ass dude. And you have, he has a family. How would he think if someone did that to his stupid fat family? Well, cause he's a big dude. Do you think they, they probably don't know? Because I mean, if he's lying to his employers, no. But I'm saying, like, it, like how would he feel if someone oh, did that to him? Right. Yeah. Rip him off. Can't con a con man. Dickhead. That sucks, man. Yeah. Whatever. So be on the lookout. You know what doesn't suck is Drake's beer, dude. No way. They're making the good stuff. Go to drinkdrakes.com. They're all over the Bay Area. Probably where you are. Probably all over California. If you're in the Bay Area. If you're in the Bay Area. Uh, but if you're going to SF Beer Week, I'm sure they're going to have some good stuff oh, there, too. Over, Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, definitely, if you're in the area, you got to drink Drake's. That's just kind of how I, it, I, what I want the world to be, especially the Bay Area, is to be like Hawaii. I mean, in more ways than one. <laughs> but when you come off the plane, they should just hand you a Drake's 1500. Well, there you go. Yeah. That'd be a great way to enter the Bay Area. Great beer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Pop that motherfucker, like, bro! It's eight thirty in the morning. I got a, I got a meeting. I know, but don't worry about it. And then you go to meet, and you crush that proposal. You crush that <laughs> thing, and you owe it all to Drake's fifteen hundred. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. They and uh, they actually have uh, my second favorite beer festival. Every the, year in May, I believe. The Bikini uh, Festival? Right. The Brewers in Bikinis, where it's just anybody who brews beer over the age of 50 and is male in right. a bikini? There's no alcohol on the premise. It's just <laughs> Brewers in Bikinis. It's actually just water. Yeah. Uh, Session Fest. I love Down Session Fest, dude. Square. Yeah, dude. It's a, it's a great event. That's good stuff. They started it. Yeah, they started it. Absolutely. All right, and let's continuing it. Let's do the Twitter game. Of course, yes. brought to you by Beer Law Center. So uh, Warren tweeted a bunch of emojis. Or right. Im- Imagi. Is that the plural? I think. I think those little things from uh, Gremlins, but what do I know? So, here, let's see, first of all, what the and, fuck you even posted. And it was someone else's job to figure out what it meant. So you did the easy part. Right. So the emojis were... Let me see if I can get I'm this right. I'm pretty sure I, I clicked the things and well, let's see. wiped the computer. A Santa hat. Uh, fingers crossed. Is that what the second one is? Uh, probably. Santa hat, fingers crossed, two pairs of denim pants. No, like that's Mrs. Claus, I think. Not just a Santa hat. Okay, Mrs. Claus, fingers crossed, two pairs of pants, a fish, <laughs> uh, a guy deadlifting. Oh, yeah. He's, thir- he's clean and jerking it. <laughs> that's true. A third place medal, a hammer, a cellular telephone, which I don't even think exists, a surprised emoji, and a, like a skull and crossbones, like poison logo right. emoji. Yeah. Jolly Roger type thing. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> Nate G. Oh. First one. I couldn't hear the emojis on the radio. Well, that's okay, Nate, because we're not actually on the radio. Right. And you I'm not sure fucking what dummy. With the story that I tried to tell. Well, I mean, he's just, he was responding. It's a joke. Do you want to include it or not? Ne- try better next time. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. Nate ass. Nate ass. Uh, JBC Brings says, Grandma hopes her hot pants will catch her a strong man to pound her from <laughs> Tinder before she dies. <laughs> and then he says, roughly translated from Chechnyan. That's not bad. 
I'll I put like it on that. the list, dude. Yeah. Well, of course, Tasty likes it. I didn't hear it. the two pants thing though, but that must have. Must have no, you heard somewhere. you heard Grandma, and then and then you zoned out, and then you heard Pounder, and then you zoned out again, <laughs> <laughs> and then you heard Chechnya, and you're like, I'm hungry for some banh mi sandwiches. Yeah. Mm. Um, Joe Herring says Nana has her fingers crossed that two pairs of pants will contain the smell of fish as she goes for the gold in the deadlift <laughs> competition, but her contractor calls to report that it's pure poison. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Pretty good on target. Just yeah. Not, not that funny. Went down the line. Well, I mean, that's what you wanted from people. Yeah. Uh, see, here's what I understand about about using the uh, this browser, however it's set up, is because I literally only saw two replies. Yeah. But then you have to click on the tweet, and now all the eight replies are there. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know that. It was stupid. I was trying to tell you that last week when you said no one answered. Well, you did. You didn't try. You actually told well, me. I, yeah, I tried yeah. to convince you. Oh, shit. Well, you can't yeah. do that. No. Uh, Mike Shoemaker says, JP sat on his phone in his butt dialing Justin on the emoji keyboard. <laughs> that that's, could be true also. Man, I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I was like messaging people in this little group, stupid gay thing I'm in. But um, it's like, it, basically, I, I ended up butt dialing uh, phonetic Hawaiian. <laughs> it's just like, lok a uka, like a, <laughs> it was crazy. Thought I'd wow. share that with you. Look at uh, you and all your little chats. Yeah. I didn't get that text. That's why I'm wondering who it went out to. Well, I look, I have different groups of friends. Okay. Warren. Okay. Sure. Whatever. Uh, Joshua Chauvy says, uh, Mrs. Claus had to cross her legs because her strong metal fish will smash her phone to death. <laughs> what? Strong metal I don't know, fish. but I'll tell you what. I fucking love it. I fucking visualize that yeah. metal fish. Yeah. It's very... Um, <laughs> Lovecraftian. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Lloyd McClover says JP's numb appendages didn't allow him to type this twit with his fingers, so it looks like he used his face to type this, question mark, or maybe this is his cover letter for a new job. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad either. Lloyd. The name Lloyd is weird because it's two L's next to each other, and I always feel like when I'm writing it, which is hardly ever, <laughs> that I'm like I'm my brain waves are skipping a beat. You know what I mean? Right. Like I had right. a, like a brain palpitation. Yeah. Did I just type right now? <laughs> what am I'm I pretty, doing? I'm pretty sure I just wrote now. Are they both capitalized? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, just one. But like, even that's even worse because then I just feel like I'm, this is my life. I'm con I'm just writing <laughs> L's. <laughs> It's it like only my, takes two. Yeah, and you're already. It's very much reflective of my dating career. Yeah. Just taking L's. That's yeah. all I'm doing. Yeah, in Spanish it'd be yoid, <laughs> yoid, yoid McYover. <laughs> all right, so that's it. That's all we got, boys. Okay. Yeah. So we got uh, J. Uh, we got well, we got Lloyd. We got yoid, yoid. <laughs> with uh, JP's numb appendages, or maybe this is his cover letter for a new job. JBC mm -hmm. Brewing says Grandma um, wants to get pounded from a strong boy, <laughs> possibly tasty. I don't know. That was good in there. But okay. <laughs> it's there now. There's no tasty emoji. I tried. That's true. It would just be Mr. Claus, I guess. Oh, that, that would have been close. Yeah. yeah. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Tried to make one. Uh, Joshua says Mrs. Claus had to cross her legs uh, because of her metal fish is going to smash her phone. And then to death. Yeah, and then Mike uh, said that I was uh, butt dialing Justin on the emoji keyboard. Uh, I like the. That's uh, the four that I had. JBC's was my favorite. That is the uh, pounder from Tinder. Yeah. Yeah, I did. We laughed hard at that. Okay. 
I can go it's with that. well on the left meter. Yeah. yeah. Be- uh, Bev scratches her temple, and that means affirmative. So, mm. All right, JBC, there you go, boy. There you go. Thanks for playing. And congratulations to Grandma. And thanks yeah. to Hopefully, uh, who's our sponsor? Beer Law oh, Center. Beer Center. Yeah. Email Bevo at the Brewing Net. Work.com. I like it when you do this better because um, then I don't have to sit here and everyone has to right. listen to me phonetically spell shit. They get to hear how the sausage is made. That's true. Are we done? You're the running right, run the show. Yeah, right? you tell you're, us. You decide us. You just, Fuck. We'll, you just, uh, <laughs> we'll walk when we out of here when you walk. Yeah. I guess I guess we're out of here. I think it's only if, are there tacos waiting for us? I feel like I wanted to tell you. I mean, I have like dumb stories I can tell, but I think we're done. You can save them till next week. Here's where you but thank, I'll forget thank them. the guest and, uh, that, you know, That's what I'm hoping. We're off next week. the theme and we're off next week. You can come back and tell everybody next week <laughs> when we're off. About how I tore my pants on my fucking steering wheel because I'm stupid. Oh, I tore my pants this last week too. We How? I don't know. Probably not on a steering wheel. No, no, well, steering see, wheel. now I'm going to no. tell you. And now I'm going to tell you. So it happened. Um, I have like paddle shifters on my on my Look car. You, Ferrari driver. Which I don't want. I think they're stupid. I think if you use a paddle shifter, you're you're dumb. I mean, Mario Andretti used one, and look how he turned out. Rich. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt used but one, Italian. and look how he turned out. Right. You guys, you, yeah, it's funny how all the rednecks won a wall, and then it <laughs> fucking killed Dale Earnhardt. What do you, which, what do you want? Do you want old Ironhead back, or do you want all the people to stop taking your jobs? What do you, what do you want? Ironhead was a nickname for I him? Know, I guess oh. it was Iron Pants or Iron Crotch or some shit, wasn't it, Tasty? You're a big NASCAR guy, right? Not at all. Iron Foot? the opposite of a big NASCAR guy. What's Dale? I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, it doesn't matter. But um, and they come to like a point. And they have like a point on them. Mm. And and so when I, I park, turn the car. But if I don't turn the wheel properly and I try to get out, the hook, the, the, the point on the paddle shifter catches my pants. And I've oh. torn two pairs of pants on the fucking paddle shifter of my stupid car. And it pisses me off because pants are expensive. I don't wear a whole lot of them, yeah. but they're like 60 bucks, dude. That's forever as long as you don't have paddles. Right. Ja- Japanese cars weren't built for Greek gods like you. I know. So <clears throat> finally, I took a picture of it. And I just I, I tweeted Acura. <laughs> and That'll I, solve the and problem. And I Instagrammed them. Lawsuit. And I even <laughs> mentioned Express because Express are the only pair of pants I could buy mm. that like fit me. Okay. You know, and uh, none of them got back to me. None of them liked my post. <laughs> but you know what's what? weird? It's some fucking Acura dealer and like, Fort Worth liked my post. I'm like, first of all, dummy, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna start following you because I'm eventually gonna buy an Acura from some idiot in Fort Worth. It's not gonna happen. Hey, sales tax is less over there. I guess. You might have been the one other person that tore his pants on the couch. Oh, it was, so yeah, it was a sympathy like. Yeah. I was so mad, dude. I was so mad. And it's it, 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 come on. So now I have to go in and take my Dremel tool. As soon as I figure out what that is, and like yeah, and like round it off, so I have to modify my car Hmm. because I don't want to spend sixty bucks on pants again. Can't buy any more pants until you get that fixed. No, and I buy like those real nice, like the real nice pants, like with the lace in the. Are even easier. Oh no, sorry, that's that's something else. Not wearing pants while you're in the car, and you just get out and and put your pants back on once you get out. (laughs) That would be amazing. This part of the story, but have your pants gotten caught on this part 
before? Yes, and but and they don't always tear. But, I, but it's just like I don't notice it. You know, sometimes you just you you like well. For example, if you're on a curb and you're on a hill and you turn your wheels in, mm-hmm. I, and just I'm getting out. I'm just a tall person, and the steering wheel is up. And it's telescope, like it, it, it should not be snagging, but maybe it snagged five, six times, torn two pairs of motherfucking pants, dude. Can you adjust your steering wheel? I literally just told you that I already did. Oh, okay. You could also just turn it up like an eighth of a turn but, and have it not. Yeah, but it, it, it's so rare that I don't, it, it's not on the top of my head every time I get mm-hmm. out of the car. I blame right. Acura. You start wearing kilts. Fuck on your skirts. <laughs> you're gonna have to put some of those Disney earmuff things on your paddle, paddles. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you mean coveyors? <laughs> you can go to. Oh. You can go to get cover. I'm gonna yeah. beat the shit out of you. You can go to getcoveyors.com if you want. Yeah. Or you can go to our Etsy page. You go to coveyors. We have a bunch of t-shirts. Um, but you know what? While while Tasty's opening the plugs, um, <laughs> go to earsuppodcast.com. Check out my new website. We revamped the website, and oh. uh, we're having some new more new uh, things. Going to the uh, Disney Family Museum this weekend for a, you know we're going to interview the um, oh. Disney Family Museum people they're around show up oh be a good time there. there's people there okay anyway I don't know what do you want to plug Warren <laughs> uh Tasty? <laughs> uh, I'll be at the uh, Heretic Evil 3 release on uh, Saturday the uh, 1st for the... Uh, second. Oh, the second. No, second. You're right, the yeah. second. First is Monday. Right, yeah. Bev, anything to plug? Nope. I did hear a rumor that uh, there might be a sneak preview in the VIP section at Heretic of the spirits that are going to be Ooh. coming out of the distillery. That's what I'm oh, to know basis there. damn, right. yeah. bro. That'd so, be cool. So you should be there. Uh, I won't be there. I'll be in the city. Uh, like, I, uh, like I said, like Bev said, uh, we are off next week. But on the 11th, we have Maui Brewing in studio, apparently. Oh, yeah. So check that out. All right, everybody. Until next time, uh, be good to each other and all that. Charity.